This is episode 786 for June 2023. And you're listening to the Spider-Man Crawl Space Podcast, and I'm your host, Brad Douglas. That opening theme was a merge or a blending of like peanut butter and chocolate with uh, the classic Superman theme mixed with the recent MCU Spider-Man theme. I think it sounds pretty good mixed together. Superman Spider-Man, that's who we're talking about on this episode of Spider-History with JR. want to remind you before we get to it about our Patreon, patreon.com slash crawlspace. You can log on, support the site, get some nice perks like an exclusive Discord, some crawlspace merch, early access to podcasts, behind the scenes info, etc. And an exclusive podcast, Spider Satellites, is usually about a two-hour episode where we review about 20-plus different books. It's a fun time. All right, Spider-Man and Superman, you can't go wrong with it. Let's go. Hey, Crawl Spacers, welcome to a treat. This is going to be a good one. This is our Spider History with JR, and JR, this is, this is 1976 was big. Big, 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 big year, big year. Uh, although you said this is going to be a good one. Aren't all spider histories a good one? No. Oh. Uh, we also have someone. <laughs> <laughs> we have someone who is good. Most of the time we have George. Whoa, 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 whoa. Most of the time. I'm good. Whoa. Most of the time. Whoa. Hey, hey, I, I delivered 10 times out of 10 for you, Jomo. <laughs> well, you know. Anyway, no, well, no, that's true. I, I, I am, I am always on for you unless I'm okay. like sick or something. That's true. We're going to 1976. It says the greatest superhero team up of all time. Is this true fellows? Is this uh, true? It's definitely one of them. I would say I, I would agree. It's one of them. It certainly was one of the most anticipated. Uh, it's a whopping two bucks in 1976. You could stand in a gas <clears throat> line. Or you could get this. <laughs> to, today, uh, this would cost you uh, $20. I, I, I give you that. Today, they would, just, they would just make this a trade paperback. Yeah, I was about I, to I say, because uh, I did look up the, um, the $2. Rate? Yeah, the inflation. And actually, a $2 in 76 would be ten sixty one today. Yeah. Yeah. But they would sell it for much more than this. I mean, this is... Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, this is a big 92 issues. I mean, I... I just pages, remember yeah. seeing this at the drugstore, knowing it was coming. You know, today I mean, it would coming. be ninety-two issues. Yeah. yeah, knowing it was coming, and I saw it, and I ran out. I ran out of the drugstore. My mom was waiting in the car, and I yeah. had to have the two dollars to buy this. I had, I couldn't, I could not go home unless I got came home with this. And now I'm a little, I'm a little younger than you fellows. I was one when this came out, so I didn't. I didn't really read this in 76. I was too busy. No, you had to be strolled in on your stroll. <laughs> this is a little before my time, but, uh, I remember reading it years later, uh, and just loving the heck out of it. I love Marvel treasuries just to begin with as a little kid. I mean, I imagine you fellows did too. Just a huge comic book in your hand is amazing. Oh yeah. 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 Marvel Loved treasuries it. were, uh, and, uh, every year, uh, both my brother and I had to get the, uh, the holiday grab bag, the Marvel holiday. Yep. 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 Uh, before we get right into it, we got chat blowing up. Uh, we got uh, Mr. Comics owns both of these. Uh, had the reprint. I remember in the 90s, they did do a reprint. They had the, the uh, Hulk. No, not by Neil Adams. I apologize. That, uh, oh, Jose. Oh, what's the guy's name? He did all the DC characters. Chat can help me out. 
Beautiful. Was it Neil Adams? Or, or help me out. I don't know. Uh, let's see. Uh, Mike McNulty in the house. Two of the best DC Marvel crossover. Fun fact. The second Superman Spider-Man team up was the third comic I owned after the Spider-Man power records. Yeah. Remember um, those two. Trayvon says both of these issues were great. Yes. Um, Milo says 3 a.m. here. I'm going to stay till the end. There you go, Milo. Um, we'll try to make it worth your while. Milo agrees, George. You're great all the time. Thank you. Uh, Thank you, Milo. Hornacek says 1976, a pre-Star Wars world. Yeah. Uh, let's see. We also got, do you own this? Says Gary in the Frozen. I, I, I have a story about how I own this, but fellas, do you own this still? I saw JR. It's in your hands. Yeah. I, uh, so, own yeah. My- you got both of them. Oh, got so. both of them. I don't own the second one. I own the first one. George, you own these or did uh, you? I never like with the first one. I owned it, but like, uh, like in a different, um, in a different yeah. format. And I, I don't remember which one it was, but the second one, mm-hmm. um, and by, I don't own these anymore. Cause you know, I sold everything. You purged. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, I, uh, on the second one, I had it when it was like the smaller, paperback digest kind of thing. I looked at those on eBay. They're still a thing. Did they just reprint the panels in a paperback format? Is that what they did? It wasn't yeah, prose, they, was it? Uh, no, they just, uh, they shrunk it down to fit like a, like yeah. a little, well, you know, well, they called you know. them the crossover classics, right? They printed four trade paperbacks yeah. called crossover classics. And, uh, the, the spider, this one, I think was the very first story, uh, yeah. cause it was the very first one. It was, uh, um, it was the first comic, by the way, the second one, not this one, uh, that I had, uh, that I didn't draw in that. I didn't put dinosaurs in for spider, for Spider-Man and Superman to fight. Right. Yeah. Uh, funny story of how I own this. I've, I, I own the trade paperback in the nineties, uh, that came out. Uh, I never owned the first issue. And when I was a reporter on route 66, there is a near me is a Superman ice cream shop. And I interviewed the guy that owns that a couple times, and he sold Superman ice cream. I, I put him on the news a few times. And it's funny, every time I would go to him, he'd give me something Spider-Man related because he knew I loved Spider-Man. He gave me a Spider-Man trash can. He says, God, doesn't go with my collection. You can have it, kid. And then the second time I interviewed him, he gave me this book. And I always, uh, thanks to Larry, uh, he sold the Superman ice cream shop. It's still on Route 66 near Joplin. Uh, you can go see it, the Superman, Super Tam on 66 Ice Cream Shop. But he gave me that book. I still own it. Thanks to Larry. So there you go. That's how I own that book. So, Is it really the Superman Ice Cream Shop? Or? It, it, DC said it originally was called Superman on 66. And then DC got a hold of him and says he can't use the word Superman. Uh, but until your sign fades, because uh, he had a big sign made and he bought money. He says, when the sign goes, you have to call it something else. So he calls it Super Tam because his last name's Taminen. So it's Super Tam on 66 is what it is. He's got a Facebook page and everything. But, uh, yep. So right. There you go. And and I gave him a gift. I went to my folks and I was going through. I found some old toys. And I saved, for some reason, my Atari 2600 box, which uh, had the Superman video game in it. So my Atari box is in his collection. So <laughs> I think that's kind of funny. I liked, I liked that video game on the Atari. You had to go around and you kissed Lois Lane and you, that was guys. That was probably the game that I played most on the Atari. It was Superman more than Spider-Man climbing up the thing with the goblin. I, I didn't like it. 
Oh, I liked it. I, I didn't like it. I, that uh, Superman and Yars Revenge. I played the hell out of Yars Revenge. I, I oh played some Pitfall more than anything. Pitfall I was played my Pitfall. game. I played yeah. Pitfall. JR, what'd you play? Pawn? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I had the Spider-Man game, uh, but the, it yeah. was it was pretty repetitive. Actually, the one that my brother and I liked the most was... Uh, God, I, it was, it was, God, I can't remember the name now. It wasn't like Revenger or Ravager, but it was just, it was just the ship shooting or whatever. And you, I can't remember what that thing was. It was a classic game. Defender? Uh, uh, something like that. Defender, it was just, you were just in a spaceship just trying to shoot asteroids or whatever. And, oh, no. Uh, well, asteroids is probably what you're doing. No, no. Asteroids was different. Asteroids were, they were like, boom, 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 boom. And then you well, there was also. Empire Strikes Back, I liked a I lot. I think Defender. I think you're right. Defender, was- yeah, yeah. I like that a lot. Uh, real quick, before we get into it, we were talking about uh, Mary wants to know, uh, this may be the end, but how do you guys compare this to Spidey's team-ups with Batman? Is this better or worse? I think, I, I don't know. I mean, those were those were good. Those were good as well. But, I mean, these yeah. have the distinction of being among the first. Yeah. Uh, of the, this was of an the event. Crossovers. Yeah. Straight-up event. Yeah, this well, was, so this one had a little more weight to it, I guess. But I enjoyed the Batman, the yeah. Batman crossovers. But uh, these, uh, in fact, in, in maybe even the second one, more than the first one, these involved all the the the, the supporting cast of both characters. It did. Uh, so lame. I mean, you got to, uh, you know, you got to see, um, you know. In fact, the second one even is kind of you know clever, as we'll find out when they mm-hmm. when uh, uh, how they integrate the uh, the supporting cast. Um, so, but, uh, but no, I, I think both of these are superior just because they, they truly bring the reader into each character's world. Whereas the Batman ones, I mean, it, it's just a team up, not, I'm not the, um, denigrating them because of that, because, but it's, it's, it's not as epic. They're not as epic as, and they don't really explain how it happens either. Do they, if I remember correctly, it's well, just like Superman lives here. So Spider-Man let's go. Yeah. It, it doesn't. Ha- yeah. It's one of those things where like, I kind of appreciate that. An yeah. You don't need an answer to it. You don't need an answer. Just let them get in there. It's like, where oh. the hell is Metropolis? <laughs> I mean, you know, it's next door to New York. Evidently. So it's just, it just, it exists outside in its own bubble because you, you, you couldn't have things go down the way they go down in Marvel if, there, if there's a Superman out there. Yeah. yeah. By the way, uh, chat, you asked for Michael Bailey. Uh, I, I messaged him. He wrote me back. He says, if I didn't just walk in the door from a long day at work, I would participate. But he's really tired. But if he you, appreciates the crawl space love. So. If you want to hear Bailey talk about this, we actually covered yep. uh, this first issue, the, the first one, uh, with Bailey on a uh, friendly uh or on a Friday night fight. Uh, I'm not, I don't remember if that was video or not. That might've been audio. Cause I don't, I, I don't remember doing the pictures. I don't think it was, uh, yeah. I don't think it was video. Yeah. I don't think it was either. JR, let's get to it. All right. Anyway, let me take a, a whiff of this rotten, rotting wood pulp. Check out Stan. Oh, yeah. Stan Carmen and Infantino. Infantino. Yep. And, uh, you know, you open, I would like to say it just, I remember getting this and it was like, I was so Big. nervous opening it up for the first, I mean, this was just, I just felt I had a treasure in my hands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was, I was 13, I was 12 or 13 years old when this came out. Yeah. So, I mean, this was a comic book fans wet dream. And for Spider-Man fans, uh, yeah. as Brad was showing right there, uh, yeah. it was written by Jerry Conway and, and drawn by Ross Andrew, who were the creative team on amazing Spider-Man at that time. I so, love some Ross Andrew. I yes. do too. Oh, yes. uh, underrated. Yeah. Such an under. And by God, this 
is a classic cover. It's been homage so many times. Alex Ross has done it. Um, I've seen it so many times. Classic, yeah. classic cover. Every time I see this cover in my head, I always yeah. think Spider-Man's about to get his ass whooped. Yeah, there's no <laughs> doubt. And and us being Spider-Man fans, we know what's happening. Yeah. And and actually, yeah. the um, at the um, at the the end of the the book, they have how the comic how the the uh, oh, I got it, I got it. Came about, yeah, yeah. Uh, the cover came about. So and this is remember this is pre crisis Superman too. I mean this this was he's this strong, was like the most powerful Superman there was. Yeah, yeah, pre burn too as well as we'll find yeah. out when we uh, when we meet Lex Luthor. Uh, yeah. You know, this was definitely before John Byrne got his hands on everything. So yep. all right, anyway. One more sniff of the rotting wood, Paul. Roll it up and smoke it, JR. All righty. <laughs> well, you know, you can hear the John Williams music. Bum, 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 bum. Anyway, there's a giant robot wrecking havoc in Metropolis. We're starting out with Look with at Superman. That. That's taking that's uh, effect of giant, how these pages are. That art is beautiful. This is, a, I mean, this is uh, like, it, it, it's, I mean, uh, again, probably, you know, people today or whatever can't, don't really appreciate how special this was, but just to have this great oversized comic book. Absolutely. You know, I mean, it was, uh, it, it, you know, it it just, it just, it was a treat. It was a treasure. It was a, it was a a treasury. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) Oh, that's why it's called the treasury. I cannot cannot believe I fell for opened the door for that one. Yeah. Um, so anyway, this open the big- door, walk in. Uh, oh, everybody walk the dinosaur. Come on, come on. No, open the door. Get on the floor. <laughs> I'm not, anyway, I'm not let's talk about this. madness. Let's talk about this giant freaking robot okay. storming through Metropolis, you know, like the yep. big transformer going through Metropolis, you know, and of course, Milo. you know, Superman takes personal offense to giant robots wrecking havoc in Metropolis. Uh, so he, he kind of goes mono mono with it for a few pages uh, and then kind of figures out that, well, it probably, you know, that uh, the best way to take it down is just to shove it into the earth. Um, uh, and, but as he does that, the head flies off. Superman goes after it, but ah, Superman was uh, decoyed. There's nothing in that head. It was all a diversion. As Superman finds out when he when he breaks it apart, there's nothing in it. Back at the original robot, it's his old pal Lex Luthor, the greatest yeah. criminal mind of our time. You know, yeah. Lex Luthor uh, before Gene Hackman. When he was still wearing his green and purple, green and uh, green and purple mad scientist jumpsuit, as seen you on know? the Super Friends. Yep. Before he, uh, before he became a, a suave businessman, voiced by uh, Clancy oh, Brown. Clancy Brown, thank you. It makes it me, like- it makes me wish we'd have seen the Gene Hackman Luthor inside a giant robot at some point. <laughs> My love, that, that is not me in the issue. That is Lex Luthor. Thank you very much. <laughs> but they more do have similar King origin King. stories. Um, so anyway, Les, Lex Luthor goes off cackling, flying away. You know, evil villain laugh, evil super villain laugh. Superman. Now, this is, I am not an expert on Superman continuity. So I'll probably. Really? Have, uh, no. <laughs> Damn it. Internet was wrong. <laughs> Superman, Yoda, are you making no fun more, of me? Are you, yes. make, are, are, yes. are you making fun of me? Yes. Um, Why? I like what Mary says. Every time Brad delivers a punchline, time stops to breathe a sigh. 
<laughs> yeah, definitely time stops. That's for sure. Uh, um, the universe just, the time stops for the universe to collectively groan. Um, yeah. Anyway, so Superman, I guess at this time, I remember vaguely this time, Superman, they decided to update Superman in the 70s. And I think what Galaxy Communications, what bought the Daily Planet and Maybe. made and, and Clark became a, um, an anchor man as opposed to a newspaper. Oh, he's reporter. doing new, he's doing uh, broadcast news. Okay. Yeah. I think that's what was happening, but galaxy communicate. Cause you, I think you see Perry white, but, but, but now the boss is Morgan edge with galaxy communications. And <laughs> anytime I read a Superman cut, cause my brother would buy some of these. I didn't buy Superman. Yeah. I pretty well, my brother would get some of these. And anytime this idiot, Steve Lombard was in there, he's the <laughs> sportscaster. He's an idiot. This he's guy right absolute- here. The- idiot with the 1970s anchorman blazer right here this guy i mean he's moronic he, you know the, the, his practical jokes and it's like this is an idiotic character and i i, I hope he's dead now you know <laughs> wow <laughs> it's an no, idiot it is an idiotic character i will say when he calls uh when he calls clark kent clarky there uh i i, I feel like superman well, at that point would have been justified murdering him I would have, I would have, you know, if I were, you know, Clark, I think he would have done like his heat vision and fried his balls or something. Wow. Wow. It's just a bucket full of water up here. It's going to dump on Clark. Yeah, but it doesn't. And of course, Steve gets it and which he deserves. But like I said, I, I, Clark should have just fried his balls, you know, anyway, PG 13, man. So anyway, Morgan Edge. And I keep I keep confusing this guy with Maxwell Lord. Uh, yeah. But I I almost I I don't know why they both they give off the same vibes. Uh, but yeah. um, so anyway, so uh, Morgan. And in fact, I'll probably refer to him as Maxwell Lord sometime before this is over. Um, so anyway, he he refers to this world communicate world news conference in New York that they're all going to go to. So you know, hint hint. That's that's where everybody's going to meet up. But. Uh, so Jimmy Olsen brings up, you know, says, Hey, look at this giant freaking robot story. Uh, and of course, you know, because Clark Kent, you know, Morgan edge does a J Jonah Jameson on Clark, you know, uh, you know, you didn't get the story, blah, blah, blah. You're worthless. You're a worthless piece of shit, you know? Um, so anyway, so Superman just, you know, start instead of pouting, you know, he just decides that, uh, well, I'm going to go <laughs> belatedly. You know, this is kind of funny, you know, because he goes and he changes, you know, to Clark Kent and he goes through all this, you know, and, in, you know, instead of just doing this at the beginning, just following the path of destruction, you know, it's like, why didn't he do this in the first place? You know, once he found out he got, um, once he found out he was duped, all he had to do was just follow what the robot had done. And he, anyway, he'd had this confrontation earlier, but no, oh well, it did, he didn't. So he decides to follow it right into the the bottom of quote unquote metropolis Bay. And there's this giant walking lab with a big ray gun on it. I mean, of course it looks cool. It's a convenient super villain lair. And there's, there's, you know, Lex Luthor, is there uh, behind it 
uh, behind, you know, in it, you know, he's behind all this that's going on. He had, but basically what he did, he was, he went to star labs. Cause I guess star labs is, uh, is the Amazon of the DC universe or whatever. Cause you get every, every widget you get at star labs. <laughs> every hero goes to star labs or whatever. So that's, I, the, could, I could, I could not be Superman fellas. You can what? I could not be Superman. Why? I would murder people so fast. <laughs> Are you? I, 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 it would. It'd be that whole, you know, ultimate power corrupt or absolute power corrupts. Absolutely. Well, the first you, boy, boy, the yeah. first time somebody cut me off in traffic, I swear. Did you I, see I, that I movie? Just, you know, I think it's Brightburn or something. Where that that was the scenario. Yeah, like the little kid. It was like Smallville. Only the kid turned into a murderer. Mm-hmm. It was pretty no. good. I no, I, I, yeah, I, I think Elizabeth Banks. I didn't see it, but I think yeah, Elizabeth, Elizabeth Banks' Banks was mom. Mother, I just Betty Brant, if you will. I I don't have the moral center to ever be Superman before no. before she turned into a man hating troll and uh, you know <laughs> gave us gave us Charlie's Angels and oh, speaking of speaking Cocaine of Bear, speaking, of, I just watched that yesterday. What uh, Cocaine Bear? How is it? How is it? It's actually entertaining. In I, I kind of want to see it. I haven't seen it. It's entertaining in a snakes on a plane kind of way. Absolutely. Almost. I'm tired of these Monday to Friday pl- snakes on my Monday to Friday plane. <laughs> but as a as a director, she's actually got a pretty good grasp on the whole, you know, uh camp horror thing. I was impressed. It was a good show. All right, Superman and Lex Luthor right. fight. Anyway, so and of course we find out of course that, you know, you know, Superman and Lex are old friends. Uh, but of course, you know, and we'll find out why Lex became evil later. They'll, they'll do a, uh, we'll, we'll get a little, uh, a little narration on the, the villains and how they came to be. So, but anyway, so Luke, uh, Luke, Lex Luthor, I'm going to call him Luke Luthor, you know, Lex Luthor catches, you know, thinks he's trapped Superman and uh, some kind of death ray trap. Uh, but Superman, you know, figures out, well, this thing is underwater. I'll just melt the wall behind Lex. Uh, the water will rush in. Uh, and, um, you know, I'll save Lex's ass before he drowns and take him off to jail. And well, it's then, not even drowning. I mean, there's a, there's also, uh, you know, the matter of uh, pressure. Yeah. You know, since this thing is under the water. but Yeah, that's true. That's true. So anyway, so Lex is, uh, he's worn out. He just wants to go to jail. Uh, and Superman or Clark, changes to Clark and he uh, meets his cronies to go on a flight to New York. So All I'm right. thinking, okay, geographically, where is, because here, here's what I heard. I mean, this is what I read once. I mean, Metropolis, obviously. What, yeah, I, Based I'd on New heard, York, I imagine. I'd heard that Metropolis was supposed to be Manhattan, um, um, like from about, I mean, basically the north part of Manhattan. Gotham was supposed to be the south part, you know, lower east side and, oh, okay. and all that. Whether that was true or not, that's what I read once. Uh, the um, Metropolis is actually in Boston, and um, Gotham City is supposed to be Jersey. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'd always I'd always kind of wondered uh, because they said that, like for example, um, uh, there were always you know what was Metropolis based on uh, because uh, uh, Siegel was born in, in the Cleveland area, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, I think some buildings resembled Cleveland, but uh, but I think uh, but but Schuster was born in Toronto. Uh, Schuster did live in Cleveland, but Schuster was born in Toronto. Mm-hmm. And so that supposedly uh, Metropolis was originally based on Toronto. Uh, but what's funny is in a very, 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 very old 
I believe, Action Comics. Superman or Clark is is giving someone. He says, "Phone, phone this story in to the Cleveland Daily News or something like that." So, like Clark is actually working for a, a paper in Cleveland. So, uh, did I anyway. earlier? Did I say that Metropolis is supposed to be in Boston, or did I say Massachusetts? You said Boston. To, okay, no, yeah, I meant Massachusetts. Sorry yeah. about that. And Boston. I don't know in that distinction, uh, like where that's where Gotham was, and that's where Metropolis was. I don't know where that started. I think it might have been in the late eighties or nineties. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I had heard like it was basically the they, they just kind of split. Manhattan in the two and Gotham was oh, yeah, the, yeah. the shitty yeah. part and Metropolis. But you know, who who cares? I mean, we, you know, we, we have a we have an origin story now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hero Superman. identification. You know, we're basically uh we you know yeah. we I mean cripes who <laughs> the one origin story that who never doesn't needs know to who be Superman written. is. Yeah, the, the the well, I mean, obviously, comic readers. It's fun to have this one page story, you know, one page part. Oh wait, it, no, you you hated this kind of thing though in Secret Wars when like everybody lined up. I know you did, Jr. Look at you. No, 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 that. no, that was in the story where everybody who already knows each other decides to <laughs> introduce each themselves to each uh, other. This is just well, not everybody knew like each other. A one-page editorial decision to explain to anyone who might not be, uh, you know, familiar. Uh, what the the hero's origin stories is, but the thing that gets the thing is though, once we saw super Superman's origin is one of those, and like Batman's, they don't have to be retold. You tell them once, like in the '78 Superman movie. Once you did it in the '78 Superman movie, you never had to do it again. Why, you know, uh, uh, what's his name, Snyder? I, yeah. Um, I think it's good. I think it works here, though, because, you know, back in the day, you know, we used to say uh, every comic is somebody first, which yeah. is not the, not the, not the case anymore. But, um, yeah. you know, I so I, I kind of get that where they're like, you know what, we just for people who may not be aware or maybe a parent wants to read it. Maybe somebody's yeah. kid has a copy You're and right. they, back when this is back when, you know, kids actually read comics. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, and in the 70s, too, you know, I mean, it was like the Marvel Universe was only. 10 to 15 years old. So, uh, but I was just kind of talking about the movies that once the movies came out, you know, you don't need to see, yeah, this is pre, <laughs> well, that's just pre, you don't uh, need to see Batman's parents Reef. get murdered every, every, you know, no. the only, but, unless of course it was Jeffrey Dean Morgan, who then would have become Thomas Wayne Batman. That would have been cool. But, anyway. but then they would have to assume that everyone saw the Superman movie. Now, a lot of people did, but probably not everyone, yeah. but I, 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 don't I, know. I just, but this I is just pre Superman. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there are their origins, I think, are just so widely known. But anyway, that's look anyway, at Ross so Andrew showing off, by the way. And there's a cool Facebook a guy that I, I want to get on the show. I've tried to. We haven't worked it out. He goes and finds because Ross Andrew went around New York City and likes to, to redraw what he sees. Mm -hmm. And he, he thought that made Spider Man's world just seem more legit. And he's compared some images and angles of the way Ross Andrew drew this and, and tried to get a photographer that matches it, a photo that matches it. Yeah. And Ross Andrew, very, very underrated artist. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, look at that. Beautiful. Yeah. And I think uh, in uh, one of the amazing Spider-Man issues, the, fr the first page, the splash page is he's uh, in front of St. Patrick's Cathedral. Uh, yeah. in New York. I mean, it's, but yeah, you're right. I mean, whereas Ditko, you know, drew and then again, not to, you know, diminished yep. Ditko or Grometer or whatever. I mean, they drew generic looking buildings or whatever. I mean, yeah. you know, it's like you had a deadline to meet you, you know, you drew Ross Andrews, buildings like the same, bringing Andrews, every nook and cranny here. Yep. 
That's like uh, that's like friends, you know. Like friends, if, friends uh, if he showed you the if he showed you the street, you wouldn't just see part of the street. You'd see like all the way all down the way down block. the street. Yeah, yep, a block. Yep. <clears throat> so so anyway, so so Spider Man is just kind of hanging out on a flagpole uh, over the Metropolitan Museum of Art. He sees a robbery in progress, and he's going to get the story, the pictures. Norman Mailer, eat your heart out. All right, so. <laughs> Norman Mailer, of course, was a renowned novelist and journalist uh, back in those days, boys and girls. And just, uh, was a uh, husband of Marilyn Monroe at one point. Oh, wow. Was it Norman that. Mailer? I thought it was uh, Miller, somebody Miller. Oh, yeah. Was. No, no, no. You're right. You're right. You're right. My bad. But I think he did write on, I think he wrote a book on Marilyn Monroe, though, didn't he? Uh, but anyway, so, so Spider-Man goes and takes down the goons, but finds out their boss is none other than Dr. Octopus. All right, yep. and this is like this is like seventies slim fit, you know, tight fitting green and orange jumpsuit, making moves on Aunt May, buying yeah, nuclear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this isn't this isn't like tubby poorly dressed. This isn't the tubby poorly dressed Ock, and this isn't no. the smooth white suited Ock, you know, from from like the later Absolutely. issue. This is this is nineteen seventies mad scientist. I love this one. Orange and, and green jumpsuit. I, I miss uh, I miss uh, white suited Doc. He was kind of cool. Yeah, he did. He yeah. did have a look about him. He did ha- kind of have a presence about him. Um, so, but you know, and we're introduced to the flying octopus. Of course, oh. Doc Ock, of course, has to have a flying octopus. First uh, and only appearance, huh? <laughs> I'm, I imagine so. I imagine so. <laughs> that could so be a toy for Mego at this time. <laughs> I tell you, that would be an. I, I, you know, yeah. Why didn't Sam Raimi put that in the movie? Right. <laughs> it, it almost looks a little bit like uh, what uh, what Brainiac would have, uh, like in the late mm. '80s and, and '90s, with his big, you know, when he was like a giant floating head and had a ship that was a floating head. Yeah. <laughs> so, so anyway, so Doc, you know, he, Spider-Man and Dr. Octopus are fighting and, uh, Spider-Man's spider sense conveniently doesn't go off and he gets thunked in the back of the head by one of the, um, by a metal arm from the fine octopus, but not before, <laughs> not before. See little boys and girls in that one panel right there. Oh, go back, oh, go back. Sorry. Did you see what's dropping from Spider-Man? A spider he's tracer go- right there. He's going fi- to find Doc Ock later. So, yep. so anyway, find him and beat his ass. So yep. the police are coming. Uh, Doc Ock and his gang decide to make a quick getaway. Peter takes the pictures to the bugle. Jonah thinks he's got a real scoop. But unfortunately, Peter's camera was out of sync. And this is kind of what I was saying too. You don't, you're not just introduced to the heroes, you're introduced to their supporting characters. So you get to see J. Jonah Jameson in all his miserly glory. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> he, yeah. He leaps yeah. across the, you know, he leaps across the, uh, I think he's about to desk. kill the boy. Look at <laughs> and, and Robbie's, <laughs> Robbie's holding him back. Uh, Come on. I'll kill you for this with my bare hands. I'm surprised Jonah didn't break a bottle over the desk and be like, I'm going to cut you. I'm going to cut you, Peter. So, so, so Peter, you know, Mary Jane just happens to be there. So she and she and Peter, yeah. you know, uh, the, uh, leave and, uh, 
or we just happen to be walking by the Empire State Building when Peter's spider sense now conveniently goes off. There it works. There it's working. Now it goes off. It does. It doesn't go off when he's about to be, you know, hit by a titanium uh, 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 octopus arm. But you know, seeing the Goodyear blimp. Oh, my spiders is going off the Goodyear blimp. But of course, we know we find out layers because the, he's picking up the tracer. I think this is roughly around the time when MJ used to come to the Bugle and hang out with Carol. Oh uh, yeah, Carol, yeah, yeah, Carol yeah. Danvers, because Peter like and Jay were yeah. were actually were supporting characters in Carol's book for a few issues. I like what Hornacek sa- says. Oh, the 1970s when a boss could get away with physically attacking his employee. <laughs> yeah, it was a different time. Yeah, it was, well, yeah, time. It was wasn't it? Oh yeah, yeah. Call HR now, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, to, uh, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's fun. I mean, yeah, it's funny now, but you're right. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you couldn't do that nowadays, but the thing no. is Peter obviously would not be afraid of, of Jonah whatsoever. Take a look <laughs> at those panels. That's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been, it would have been, been funny if, uh, if like, you know, Peter's spider sense went off and he didn't know it was Jonah coming after him and he reflexively like just, you know, grabs whoever's coming at him and throws him out the damn window. That would have been something. <laughs> Well, uh, he has, uh, I'm trying to think he has, he probably has thrown Jonah out the window more than once. He's thrown Jonah out the window to protect him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think what, when the grizzly was attacking or whatever, he threw him mm-hmm. out and then he like, he made I him a so, web yeah. hammock or something. But anyway, uh, so Peter and Mary Jane are, you know, uh, are strolling down uh, the street and Peter Spiresons goes off cause he sees the Goodyear blimp. Uh, and he ditches Mary Jane to go to the, uh, the, the observatory floor of the uh, Empire State Building, which actually the Empire State Building has two observatory floors, one on like the 87th and another on the 102nd. But so he gets off on the, the, uh, the earlier one. And uh, um, look at that detail. Look what, look what I know. It's doing. just, and, look at and, that. And, yeah. And, and again, you're not getting it in a conventional eight and a half by 11. You're getting it in a. You know, and, and actually, 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 the next page, go to the next page. It's even better. The, because, oh, my gosh. I mean, you've got Spider-Man, that. the blimp. Uh, I'm assuming that's Hudson Bay or, or something. But or actually, no, it's the Central Park Woo! Reservoir or something. But it's just, uh, I mean, that. he really is. It, it's, and, and, you know, and, and obviously the approach is that the, the Spider-Man is it always, it, always nice when New York City is a character as well. And that was one of the thing, one of the strengths of Marvel comics uh, was that they didn't invent, you know, cities like DC did. Um, you know, they, no, they, yeah. they, they were real places. You know you're in New York with this. Yeah. I mean, that's just, that's an awesome, awesome. awesome. Uh, awesome. I mean, I don't know how long it would, I mean, now, you know, a lot. And again, I actually, I'm very similar to George. I hate to, you hate, I hate to criticize art. For example, when I can't draw a straight line with a straight edge, um, yeah, but you know, that's, good that's, stuff when you see it. That's yeah. why, I like, same way, like, I don't really criticize art because I look at it and I'm like, I couldn't do this. Yeah, but but when it comes to writing, I damn sure know I could do better <laughs> a lot of the time when I'm looking reading things. Uh, Gary in the Frozen I, I says want- this was two dollars well spent in '76 for this detail. These huge yeah, panels, I mean, these huge pages. Yeah, it, you get the thing you is, you felt like you got your money. Well, the thing is, I bet we didn't appreciate it at the time because, you know, probably we were not. seeing this every every month in Amazing Spider-Man. Uh, but, you know, now you look at a lot of the art today. I, I just wonder how long it took him to do this. But then again, I think they worked faster back in those days, didn't they? Um, they did. They did. They, did. Yeah. They, they weren't like today's prima donnas who, 
you know, take like two, three months to turn in one issue or something like that. You know, like we have, you know, superstars. Oh, I just can't be bothered to get this out in a month. Then you have like actual professionals like Ramita Jr. Who could, who could back in the day do two, three books in a month, you know? Or Kirby. Kirby could do two or three books Kirby. in a month. Kirby. Yeah. Yeah. Kirby also. Yeah. But this is, um, you know, and, and again, just uh, go back to the page um, um, with the, with the, the, yeah. Like, for example, in the first one, Spider-Man is exceeding, he's going outside the panel, you know? Yeah, right there. I mean, he's just, yeah, it, it's, you know, this is, uh, you know, in fact, it's funny. I mean, like I said, I, I appreciate this stuff more now than when I was, you know, 13 Same. years old reading it. You just look at it and you go, wow, that is uh that is some Hornacek wants else. to know if Andrew was doing ASM at the same time. I think he was, he was, he was because yeah, as yeah. we find, we'll find out later exactly kind of where this takes place in uh Spider-Man continuity theoretically, yep. you know, um, even though it probably was out of continuity as, uh, as the watcher stated in what if number one, that there were this is, s- serious doubts, whether this took place in the original continuity. Anyway, so this, uh, you know, this could be another spider verse character, Spider-Man. One that lives in the universe of DC, if you want. Oh God, uh, don't give don't give Dan Slot. Yeah, ideas. don't give me ideas. <laughs> he'll kill him off stupidly or something. You know, he'll he'll, he'll crow about this on Twitter. Well, I don't know. He he supposedly quit Twitter. Nod nod, wink wink. Yeah, but, which, uh, which is kind of funny because Clark Kent has appeared, has cameoed several times oh, uh, in Marvel comics and Spider Man. Uh, I think I think actually Peter has cameoed occasionally. But uh, not as much. Anyway, as, uh, Doc Ox uh, and the Blimp. Oh come on, we were. Jeez, <laughs> oh, now Lord, he wants to be. Now, look, look, look. We, we're in look, no hurry now, right? We don't. We're in no. Yeah, hurry but now. we're thirty-six we can... minutes in. We got a ninety-six pages on each book. <laughs> yeah, but but we're gonna go faster here before long because this okay, is got you. You know. Anyway, so Spider-Man, you know, takes down Doctor Octopus, takes down the Octo Blimp, takes down the Flying Octopus, uh, and uh, you know, then he meets up with uh, his cronies. Uh, to go to the uh, World News Conference. Uh, the next page is yet another another pause for hero identification uh, for people to get um, <laughs> Spider-Man's uh, That's good. origin story. Now, in 1976, he was the lesser-known origin story, I imagine, than <sighs> Superman. More than yeah. likely. Yeah. Because Superman had been, by that time, you know, Superman had been, uh, maybe you had radio series. Yeah. You had radios. You had Max cartoon. Spider-Man is how old in 76, 62 to 72, about 13, years. 14 years. Yeah, old. He's about 13 year old character. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you know, Superman, you had, I'm just remember you had that. You had the, uh, the Kirk Allen serials. He did two of those. You had the radio serials. And what's interesting about Superman's history too, is that a lot of the concepts and characters were not in created in the comic book. They were created in other the, media, the radio, like, TV. Yeah. Yeah. I think like, for example, I think kryptonite and Jimmy Olsen, I think were both products yep. of the radio show. Batman also had a, a radio series back in the day, Batman yep. and Robin. And they, they did a crossover with Superman and it was actually really good. But in that first episode of the Superman cartoon, do you guys know who played uh, Lara L Superman's mom? First, first, what? First episode of what? In the first episode of the Superman radio show. Oh no, I know. Do you guys know who played his mom? No idea. Agnes no. Moorhead. <laughs> I don't know who that is. That's in Dora. Oh! That's that's 
That's Samantha's mom on Bewitched, Brad. The, uh, oh, the I didn't really watch Bewitched, but yeah, okay. Agnes Moorhead, she was one of Orson Welles' stable mm-hmm. of actors, too. Oh, he called yeah. her, she he, was in the Mani- Magnificent Ambersons. He called she her, was also in that famous Twilight Zone episode where she was the, the, the no dialogue episode where she was the old woman and the little aliens had invaded uh, her house. And it turned out that the aliens were from Earth and she was the, uh, whatever. Oh, it, uh, yes, yes, yes. I remember that one. Orson, now that I know. I've seen that Twilight Zone episode. Yeah, Orson yeah. Orson Wells called her Aggie, Aggie Moorhead. Got it. And uh, she also played Margot Lane opposite uh, Orson Wells as the Shadow when that show, for, uh, wow. not when that show first began, but when, there was a time when they made the switch and and it became a kind of a different show. And they were they were the original uh, uh, Lamont Cranston and and uh, Margot Lane. Which you know, and Agnes Moorhead was an attractive woman, but like everybody remembers her as Endora. <laughs> she actually was. She when she was younger, she was very. Go back and watch. She is in Kane. She's strikingly pretty. Oh, that's right. She was Kane's mother, wasn't she? Yep, she played Kane's mom. She played Kane's mother. And so then who she meets was, each uh, other in prison, Jr. Oh, <laughs> okay. First of all, okay. Our to our viewers, George and I are giving you important like entertainment 1940s history yes media history you (laughs) You know things it's it's edutainment yes spider history is american history like (laughs) i've always said it's not hollywood history it's spider history uh anyway so okay we're we're in prison which i assume is supposed to be san quentin but it's it's in new mexico whatever doc ox in jail and then all of a sudden he sees lex luther the greatest criminal mind of our time walking in uh this is this says it's a federal maximum x security so it's some kind of super max ah back then okay Anyway, so and Milo would and, Milo would like you to do a little UK history as well, Jr. <laughs> well, let's see here. Let's talk about Jack the Ripper then, because that's what I. The, oh, the never mind. British, the British history. I, Brad cares nothing for context. Get to the story. Get me pictures of Spider Man. Go. All right. So, of course, you know, I mean, you know, Lex and, uh, and and Doc have heard of each other, of course, because it's a small world, uh, and you know, of course. Uh, you know, Doc there is thinking, oh, man, we're going to be rotten in prison for a while. But Lex, Lex has a plan. Lex always has a plan. He says, you know, when we get out of here, Doc, you know, we should do a super villain team up, you know, kind of like uh, Dr. Doom and the Submariner did, you know, in those old <laughs> Marvel issues. Right. So, here, you anyway. know what I'm thinking of these two panels? Uh, I'm thinking of Gene Hackman. And what if Ned Beatty was Doc Ock? <laughs> That would have actually worked. I think it would have too. <laughs> Ned made his Doc Ock. That would have actually worked. Hey, hey boss. Hey, boss. Uh, no, no, no. It wouldn't be a Doc Ned Octopus. Ned could pull it off. Dr. Octopus is never going to call anybody boss. No, no. One. But Ned Beatty could pull off Doc Ock. Ned, Ned Beatty was an amazing actor. Yeah. I, so, I agree. So, yeah. And, he and physically, he wasn't this slim a Doc Ock, but he would have been, he would have been like the, uh, the yeah. portlier. He larger. could. Doc Ned Doc. Ned Beatty had a range that he could have pulled off a sinister rock. He could have. I think he could have too. That that's interesting. And then again, this is pre Christopher Reeve Superman movie. This yep. comic. Yep. Yeah. Yep. This is like six years before or something. No, like no, that. one year. One is year. Couple years. No, no. Uh, Superman came in. Superman came out in seventy eight. Two years Christmas before the movie. 78. 
Yeah. So yeah. this was about two years ahead of that. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, so anyway, Lex ain't worried. He's got a plan. Of course, the guards thought, well, since we searched you all the way down to your skin, you know, you he didn't bring anything in. But aha, Lex, <laughs> Lex has all these Jesus. widgets and gadgets <laughs> <laughs> under under. A layer of false epidermis. This this was actually covered in the now lost episode where we uh, covered the triple uh, X Spider Man. Oh, shh, shh, shh. <laughs> we don't we don't speak of that. <laughs> I know I know we don't speak of it. I'm just that's why I said the the lost episodes. The lost episode of the Crawl Space. Uh, I, where we I, I mentioned jobs. I mentioned that that this version of Spider Man actually stuck to continuity. <laughs> you know, I, and I was like, I was like, you know, the, the comics and the movies can't be bothered with it right now, but this thing, this thing is actually accurate. But I, I just find it's funny. It's like, I mean, this is, I mean, again, this is the seventies. This, this is seventies comics. This was a great 70s. time to be alive. <laughs> it really was. But I mean, it's just like, what, what? <laughs> I mean, you can't imagine him. I mean, they're not even flat, you know? I mean, it's how would he gotten away with that? I think you he's know, got a pocket like, watch at some point under his skin. I mean, it's like, it was I think like, geez, they actually thin. have the mumps or something? I mean, oh. I, think, I think they're wafer thin. <laughs> oh yeah right oh it's comics right, that's so because maybe yeah. so he constructs a sonic device and yeah. you know and and you know ear earplugs ear and you know he uses supersonic you know and to to get away with doc ock look he rides doc ock off into the sunset <laughs> he rides doc ock that's, look he rides uh, doc ock Ooh. Yeah. family entertainment here at the yeah. crawl space <laughs> all right but now we have let us not forget our villainous villains. And of okay. course, we all know Doc Ock's origin story, but this is, Doc's origin story has never really changed. Uh, but of course, DC, you know, which you know, has, has always is changing it now every about every six months. Yeah. Lex Luthor's origin. He too, like Octavius, was a victim of an experiment gone wrong indirectly because of his childhood childhood friend, Superboy. As a result of the disaster, Luther lost all his hair permanently. And the shock of this, along with a couple other things, caused Luther to hate his former pal. Okay. I, I, I get it. You Lex know, Luther. I, I always thought Smallville did a good job of portraying that, that kind of version of like uh, uh, Lex and Clark. Michael Rosenbaum, I thought, did a good job on He was amazing. He, was he, amazing. he has a good podcast if, uh, if you want to check it out. He I watch up, it on YouTube sometimes. I do too. And he put yeah. up a funny thing on his socials the other day. He has an autographed Superman movie poster and it's autographed. And it says to the second best Lex Luthor ever, Gene Hackman. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's such a great, if all that's, that's like, that's priceless. If you that is awesome. to get that, that is awesome. Yeah. You know, that was, um, I, I was thinking because uh, there was, I was just thinking of a story that, uh, on the Superman, uh, yeah. um, uh, DVD that comment or whatever, uh, backstory Donner was talking about how he's checking into a hotel and he was writing his name, signing his name in. And then he heard a voice saying, it's amazing how that brain can generate enough energy to get that pen across the page. <laughs> and, he, and he turned around and it was Gene Hackman. Oh, man. <laughs> that's great. That uh, brain can generate that much power. That's Brad 
Brett, real quick, I I, yeah. I wonder something here, and and uh, let me yeah. let me float this by you. Okay. Um. So you got Ock and you got Lex Luthor in jail, and I wonder if it ever, you know, uh, at some point, you know, yeah. Ock looks at Luthor and is like, "What is it you even want?" And Luthor's like, "Well, I want to take over the world and kill Superman." And then and then and then Doc Ock is like, "Oh, I I really just want to kill the one guy." <laughs> I just got one guy. <laughs> yeah, I just want to kill one guy, and then I, I haven't really thought past that. Right. You know, Lex is like, it, "Aim higher, aim higher." You know, it's it's funny because as we get to the end of the story, that sort of happens. But uh, we'll get to the the end of the story where actually Doc Ock like it has a moment of lucidity. It's like, oh yeah, this this is crazy. It's messed so, up. Anyway, we have anyway, our so friend Bruce Lex Luthor. The chat. number one reason he turns evil is because he lost his hair. So I, I Lex Luthor, criminal it. genius, can't grow new hair. Bruce, our friend, is uh, Hi, in Bruce. chat. He remembers uh, well, he was 12 years old uh, when he bought this. Can't uh, He remembers the excitement, excitement buying it off the stand. Wait, 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 wait a minute, Bruce. You were 12 years old. What are, wait a minute. Who's older, you or me? I mean, do uh, the math. I think he's older than you are, yeah. Plus uh, 12, yeah. Yeah, I was born in 63. I mean, so, uh, yeah. get, are we about the same year, same age? Oh, Oh, oh my gosh! Look at that panel. He's aged better than I. Woo! I love I love Bruce being around because now I'm I'm bumped lower on the age totem pole. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say I keep thinking he's got to be older than me, right? So why don't you insult him with all the age jokes instead? Because I like him. Oh well, of course. <laughs> he was that born in '64. You're still older. <laughs> he just oh no, I am still older. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, like I said, Bruce aged better than me, so I. Oh, know. this is good. Anyway, no, this is another great. This is another great panel. I mean, it's it, it's it's a two page. It's you know, um, again, great detail, great panel. Just opens up, you know, and you see everybody. I mean, you see Absolutely. all the characters. You see the story. You know, moving. You know, it's moving along. And also, like I said, you can tell where this is in in pretty well where this is in, in continuity with Spider Man because Ned and Betty are. Uh, we're talking about their Paris working vacation, look, which look how were, smooth Robbie looks. Yeah. Hey, what's up? He's like, uh, it's like, uh, a, it's like the Billy Bernie D. Williams. Casey. It's like I'm thinking, the Bernie Casey. I was thinking Lloyd Haynes, but you know, I think of Billy D. Um, I can got, see uh, that. Yeah. But I, Billy D never rocked the white hair though. You know, no, I mean, that's uh, true. Uh, but, I like, uh, this ch question. Can you imagine Willem Dafoe and Gene Hackman on the screen together as Lex dude. and Norman? Dude, we don't we don't deserve that as a people. We do. <laughs> as a civilization, as a culture, we have not earned that. And well, now will now will never happen because Gene Hackman's retired and he's like in his nineties now. Yeah, his nineties. Uh, I think I think Bruce has it. Denzel Robertson. <laughs> yeah, there we go, dude. A Denzel uh, Robertson. That's uh, it. Denzel as Robbie would chew the screen up. Oh, I'd love, yeah. it. I'd yeah. love it. That does look like Denzel. Yep, you're right. Again, yeah. we we haven't earned that as a people. <laughs> but you know, it's funny because because Defoe and, and Hackman were both in Mississippi Burning. Mm -hmm. uh, they were. And, oh, and, uh, that was a great movie. Oh and my it, it's funny because Defoe is the 
calmer by the book, yeah. you know, and the square guy, you know, with the glasses and Gene Hackman is kind of the wild one and the crazy one. But, you know, I mean, there's all kinds of, it's funny to watch like the YouTube videos and all comments. They're all full of references to Lex Luthor and the green. I Goblin, didn't, I forgot you know? about that movie that they were yeah. both in it. You, so we did have Hackman. And, yeah. and so, so it's, it's like Lex Luthor and the green goblin fight the clan. It was, uh, <laughs> it was, it was, yeah. uh, it was like Gene Hackman was doing a little more Popeye Doyle. Yeah. Oh, you from know, French Connection. From yeah. French Connection. Yeah, I love that one too. But I mean, but it's funny to watch William Defoe play such a straight laced by the book character, and he only loses. Right. I think I think he loses it once at the end when Hackman slaps him, and then uh, he starts doing shit like Wild at Heart and. I, so, I, anyway. I, you know, Ross Andrew loved Peter in this sweater. Yeah, I remember this sweater a lot. Oh well, yeah, this is the one that Peter went to France with. Uh, yeah. In, uh, in fact, I was. In fact, well, let's before I wanted to go to the next page, but before let's go back to Clark and Lois here. Clark and where Clark has a comment about New York. Uh, Clark, go up. Oh, a little, oh or, wait. Yeah. frankly, Lois, this seems too filthy for my taste. <laughs> Dang, yeah. Clark is a as a snob. Yeah. And so anyway, the next page, you know, uh, uh, or next couple pages, Jonah basically insults, insults Peter, but you know, I'm thinking the whole time, you know, and then when Peter, Peter should have said, you know what, you know, this, it's like, I was rocking this sweater when I saved your ass in Paris (laughs) back in amazing 144 and 145. So get, (laughs) look at, look at that look on Jonah's face there on page 38. It was the page before, no, before this one, Brad. Go back up. Yeah, look at that. Like in the lower right hand yeah. corner, he he looks like a Paul Verhoeven character. <laughs> like I remember, like when uh, Arnold's mask started to freak out in Total Recall. <laughs> Two no, no, weeks. no. Go right, go right, Brad. That the next panel. Yeah, that one. Look at his face. <laughs> He's about to get the the Norman crazy sweats. You know, and, and, and again, like I've always said with, to me, when I, cause when I first started regularly reading Spider-Man, Ross Andrew was the artist, these yeah. versions to me, these versions are those characters. I mean, that's what they look like. They look like Ross. I mean, obviously Ditko and Romita define them, but I, I whenever, you know, but to me, they, well, that's when you, you grew up reading right. the seventies Spidey, right? Yeah. Well, Andrew puts, a, Andrew puts a lot more lines on Jonah on his face yeah. and it looks yeah you know, like he legit looks like a like a bitter old man yeah. Yeah. so oh, so spidey and uh, bruce says that that looks like uh space invaders is on his sweater <laughs> yeah it does, it does. Uh, that's probably yeah. pre space invaders too mary jane must have liked that sweater yep <laughs> so Anyway, the next couple pages, we go back to Clark and Lois and uh, and Maxwell Lord slash Morgan Edge or whatever. Uh, I guess maybe okay. I should just call him Pedro Pascal. Oh, look, but, the smoke in the face yeah, again. Yeah, the smoke. Yeah, yeah. And ba- basically what's happening here is the their, uh, uh, Edge is talking with a uh, corporate bigwig about sponsoring uh, Galaxy Communications coverage of the national convention. I'm assuming he's talking about one of the, a political convention. This is 1976. So, but anyway, but the sponsor doesn't want Clark Kent because Clark is known in Metropolis, but has no national national cachet. So, yeah. anyway, so, but this is just fine with you know Clark. I mean, because. Yeah, well, one Clark doesn't need it, and he can go off and do other things. And well, of course, Lois is mad. This is the Lois, you know. This is when Lois is still in her Clark is a coward phase. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so she storms off. Anyway, the, the, the whole thing is there's this, this comm lab, this mixture of Sci, uh, Skylab and, and community, what Comstar or whatever. Anyway, that's going to figure into the plot because what Luther's robot stole in the beginning was uh, a module from Star Labs that controls satellites. So anyway, so Lois goes and storms off. She's going to climb up the stairs, get a um, better look at the, the satellite. Real quick, and, you, know, you know how Ramita Sr. touched up faces? Occasionally, because he's the art director. That looks like a Ramita, Ramita Senior Peter face right there. You know, I, I like how Conway's writing this, and you know, you yep. have uh, you have Morgan Edge tell uh, tell Clark Kent that uh, look, you know, you're you're big in Metropolis, but nationally, you're nothing. And I'm like, this is Superman, bitch. But you know, <laughs> but but then later on, like when Peter introduces himself to Lois. Lois, like the Peter Parker. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Yeah, the <laughs> I think, Peter I think Parker. That was, I think that was Conway sending a message. You know, getting a little ribbing in, maybe. Yeah. Hey, we got a Winnipeg webhead showing up for a, glad he can make it for some Spider history. Hey, How you doing, uh, Winnipeg? Hey, welcome, Winnipeg webhead. Hey, um, and we also have Milo wondering, Jr. How do you have decent Superman knowledge? <laughs> you well, I, 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 he's, he's Spider Yoda. I mean, he's a man of extensive knowledge. Yeah. Oh, well, but I, I, I'm not. A, I'm not as well grounded in Superman's mythology. Plus, the, with DC, they, they cha- the way they change their origin stories all the time. It's kind of like, okay, what version am I reading now? I mean, you know, it's yeah. it's Superman. Even my mom knows Superman origins, yeah. and she doesn't yeah. even read comics. Yeah. You know. But I was referring to like specific things, like like when he worked for Galaxy Communications. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you're knowing Morgan Edge and all his, all these people on there. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, like my brother did have a few of the Superman comics, but uh, I didn't really, you know, I, I remember he got issue 500 of action. And I thought, oh, God, I can't wait until Spider-Man gets to issue 500. But anyway. <laughs> I mean, when I was a kid, I used to read JLA and, you know, Superman and Batman and yeah. cool stuff. I used to, I used to love the, uh, oh, God, the Metal Men. Yeah. Well, shit, you know, when they were 15 cents a comic, you could experiment. You could buy stuff, yeah. yeah. I mean, even though 15 cents was more then than it is now, obviously, but still, you know, I mean, you know, you could, uh, you know, without breaking the budget. But Yeah, you know, nowadays, not- DC and Marvel want you to risk, you know, $6 for a new number one issue of something, and you're like, eh, I don't think so. Yeah, a new number one with like maybe 20 pages of story. And, yeah, you're like, and, yeah. You know, yeah. and now, I mean, based on uh, a lot of it is is what people sitting around eating and talking. Isn't that what the X-Men are doing in Krakoa or whatever? They're uh, they're just sitting and having parties or something. They're, you they're, know, they're, they're Mary Jane is uh, a little jealous of Peter over here. It calls him a hi Brad, uh, yeah, Brad, ru- Brad is ruining our context and our uh, <laughs> providing color. But anyway, yes. Yeah, so Peter keeps calls Peter a wolf. From falling like off uh, some stairs, uh, and, uh, and like George said, you know Lois, uh, Lois and Peter <laughs> both recognize each other's names, and then Mary Jane's a little jealous of Lois, but she says something. This is really oh weird. Oh, well, this is okay. this is kind of cringy. Yeah, um, it is right here, right here. Yeah, you're not the liberated <laughs> Miss like I. Some men like that, but some women like their men like their women feminine. It's like okay, this is. This is weird. <laughs> yeah. Well, you have to you have to consider. I mean, this is a much younger Mary Jane too. Well, and a much younger Jerry <laughs> Conway in the nineteen seventies. Yeah, I'm about to say. You know, it, it is a product of its time. Yeah. So, but I like I like Lois telling Mary Jane to pull her claws. In. Pull the claws in, MJ. Peter's cute, but he's too young. 
Don't you think? Which, Besides, I've got my eyes on, set on Super on. Hey, Superman! <laughs> I like my men like steel, Mary Jane. <laughs> but but uh, and theme songs. Da, 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 da. Yeah, she yeah. like she like to to reference what we talked about last month. She likes steel ding dongs. But anyway, whoa, uh, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa! PG thirteen. Oh, anyway, but but, but anyway, what's funny is there's. It's not deliberate foreshadowing, but the uh, Peter's cute but too young that takes on a new meaning in the next Superman story. Well, not a new meaning, okay. but it's it's funny because it's revisited in a way. So, but anyway, so Superman appears to fly in and zap the girls. Uh, of course, you know this is not really Superman. Um, so Peter asks him, you know, <laughs> just happens as coincidentally as Clark Kent where the phone booths are. And two years before Christopher Reeve runs into the same dilemma, yeah. Peter Parker runs into the dilemma of the fact that phone booths are a relic. Yeah. <laughs> so, but if you remember the scene from Superman where he, when he first, uh, Clark changes the Superman, he, he, he finds a phone booth and then it's like, oh, it's just, uh, remember when Superman goes booth. through that revolving door, the Christopher Reeve, yeah. Yeah. What, what's that one guy says, oh, uh, and he like, see, Jim. See, that's Jack, a, that's a, that's a Jack. outfit. That's a yeah, yeah, definite outfit. I love that. I love that scene. Yeah, uh, definitely. That's another product Woo. of its time. So anyway, so look at that. Panel. There we go. Oh, oh my gosh, I, Andrew is killing it, killing it. And I love that that Spider Man swings into this, and he's probably thinking, "I'm about to get my ass whooped," but he's still going to do it. But he's still I don't know. Do does it. he know who Superman is? I think he kind of does, doesn't he? I mean, if you've got these two in the same world, there's no way that Spider-Man doesn't know who that is. Well, well no, he says it's really you, Superman. Yeah, yeah exactly. And then, yeah. and then Superman said, I've heard reports about you, Web Slinger. Mm-hmm. So they know each other exists. So, Spider-Man is not going to bow down. He's ready to take Superman on. Yeah, that's just... the strongest hero in his universe. Yeah. That, what but that's, who, Jane, that's yeah. who Spider-Man is. Spider-Man yeah, is like, I mean, yeah, yeah I was kind of hot-headed. Yeah, he definitely. You may be Superman, but I'll whoop your ass. Mm-hmm. And he knows full well he's probably going to get his ass whooped. Yeah. Right. And and look, uh, Brad, web pits. <gasps> oh, yes, Winnipeg. Yeah. I am drooling. I have web pits and I have art. Ross now, Andrew Su- Art. Superman could throw out some stuff like, yo, I've beaten the Avengers and the X-Men. And then, you know, Superman's going to be like, that's cute, kid. <laughs> You know, uh, really Hornacek has the direct quote. The guy goes, that's a bad outfit. Woo. Woo. Yeah. 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 I love that. I love that. It's so funny. All right. Well, we find we out, go. we find out, let's get him back to the story. Uh, <laughs> we, we find out that Le- Lex was actually faking being Superman. Ah. Uh, he has a real Superman mask instead of just putting on a wig. He cosplayed. Um, yeah. But, uh, so, you know he's gonna he's gonna try to even the odds in the fight because obviously Spider Man couldn't take him on so he zaps Spider Man with red sun radiation. Ooh, there we uh, go. And then okay, turn the page. Here we go. Are you ready? Literally the only way this could go down. Exactly. Yep. Can we <laughs> handle this next panel? Can we handle it? Boom with a kapow, baby. Woo! I mean, just, again, it's, 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 Boom. This, I, I know that it's like, it just, it's one page, one panel, Ooh. giant sized. I mean, this, this is a, this comic is a work of art. It I is. mean, it, it, it is, is. So relative good. to the, it, it's a work of art. And without the red kryptonite, this doesn't happen at all. It does. Right. <laughs> <squash. laughs> 
squashed, man. Yeah. And we're 50 pages in. We got another 40 coming up. Yeah. So, but, um, so anyway, so the red sun radiation, obviously it's, it's, you know, making Spider-Man appear to be stronger than he is. And Superman's wondering what the hell is happening. Uh, And and Spider-Man now has just got completely full of himself. (laughs) He he takes it. He cracks Superman a couple of times and now he is feeling it. Um, And, uh, Ooh, look at this double page. Ooh, this is cool. I can't get it. How easy this in man is this guy overrated. And then, and then Superman has lost Superman. And here's another couple turn the page. We got another couple of great pages. Mm. Uh, Superman has lost his Superman's had it. You know, even you know, this guy, this guy shouldn't be able to, you know, uh, uh, dance on the same floor as him and yet he's been you know cleaning cleaning up the floor with him but uh so superman's about to just really clock him and then realizes holy crap <laughs> better pull my punch i better and he just taps him you yeah. know uh, relatively taps him and then the next page is another classic boom <clears throat> with the force of a compact hurricane I, it's- yeah it speaks to Spider-Man's ability to trash talk and piss his opponent off to their detriment. Yep. Uh, because I, he's even got Superman all worked up. He's to the got point where Superman like, ticked out. Oh, that's it. I'm 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 done. I'm taking this kid out. Yep. <laughs> yep. That's so cool. Yep. And and a lot of t- of course Spider-Man can make it work on uh, uh, you know lesser beings, but uh, <laughs> a, a mad Superman is probably not anybody you want to mess with either. <laughs> no. So. Look- Look at Spider-Man still <coughs> flying. Look at just feeling to Woo! Look at Spider-Man just tumble, tumble, bounces right off him with a thud. And Woo. then the red sun so radiation cool. wears Starts off. to wear off. And then, yeah. And, and then, then this and then, panel is suddenly oh, a meme it. across the internet. Here, how did you get so hard so suddenly? <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's a meme heard of cr- <laughs> <laughs> yep my hand this has gotten harder this reminds me of that time uh in uh death in the family when uh batman punched superman and then was like ah because <laughs> yeah. he punched him in the face <laughs> yeah can't do it yeah look at spider-man just trying look at that he's trying his hands are like broken. He broke both my hands. <laughs> Poor Spidey. Well, yeah, Look at him. remember Look at him. like issue one forty one when he did the same thing when he thought all his villains were coming after him and it was really Mysterio, you know, and he punched a hole through a brick wall. But this had to have been harder even. <laughs> I remember so. that. I remember that, yeah. We've been so, duped, soups. Yep. So they figure out they figure out that they've both been played and decide to Team up a new uh, a cross a company crossover team up. Yep. Uh, Look at poor Spidey. He's he even has shaking his hand hurts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the uh, I, I, I always wonder here, like the the you know like Superman squeeze a little harder than he normally would have shaking yeah, somebody just I, just to kind of establish dominance on <laughs> on the substart kid. You know, come on, kid. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I have a feeling though. After he. <laughs> Probably, he probably, Spidey, he probably wouldn't, you probably could just barely tap him and he pro- probably, you, you could shake his hand and it would hurt after, after he, uh, you know, after he, uh, tried to pummel Superman. That was, yeah. uh, that would have to have hurt. But anyway, so anyway, so they decide now to team up the old conventional superhero, oh, uh, face off is Look at that. over with, um, and, look uh, at that. Yep. 
So That's so cool. Of course, Spidey does skis. <laughs> Web skis. Web skis. Of course. I'm trying to figure out now how they found out where to go. Why? How they know to come here? Oh, it's currently the headquarters of our super imposter. Wait a minute. Judging by the energy residue I've been following. There we go. Okay. Uh, energy yeah. residue. That's how I found it. So, um, look at that. Wow. The things you can do with Oof. your x ray vision. <laughs> Don't you ever stun yourself, soups, old boy? No. <laughs> I didn't yeah. think so. This is the only way you can show Spider Man, like, uh, well, that's not true. You can't have, just because of who Superman is, you can't have Spider Man riding around on his back. No, not like Doc and Lex did. That looked yeah. weird. Yeah, that's ignominious. Yeah. Superman's but, like, look, I'm Superman and I'm I'm nice, but even I got a rep to protect. Yeah, You're not going to Make, ride make on some me. skis, Webby. Yeah. I'll pull you. <laughs> Just web me like you would the Hulk and follow behind while I. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yep. So, anyway, so it turns out that uh, this really is. Or at least, um, well, I shouldn't say it's it's not the hideout, but it's uh, Spider-Man and Superman go through various various little death traps, but they easily get through them and ultimately come to the face-to-face with their arch foes, uh, Luther and Dr. Octopus, uh, who basically are, you know, telling them to behave or they're going to, uh, you know, they're going to do something dastardly to the girls. Uh, and, um, way to make these two characters give a damn about you. Yeah. Which is kind of like girlfriends. Yeah. The the thing is, it's like, well, I guess everybody knows that Lois and Superman have a thing for each other. Right. Even in the, uh, even back in the, uh, old continuity. Uh, so I guess it wouldn't be because I was thinking, well, how do they know, you know, but I think Mary Jane was probably just in the wrong place at the wrong time. Uh, and of course it just so happened, you know, Bruce wants to know why didn't Luthor just put the red sun on himself? <laughs> Cause that would not give you enough comic to sell for two bucks. Bruce. Well, that's why. well one would want to see Superman fight Spider-Man. Absolutely. You know I mean? That's why, you know, you want to see Lex fight Superman, go read his own, you know, read their own. I'm book. saying we got Spider-Man this thing. We want to. Yeah. See yeah. So of course these are just holograms and, uh, they, uh, you know, they, uh, you know, they, let Superman and Spider-Man in that they've got this really devious plan. So, and Spider-Man in 1976 thinks that messing with the computer and just hitting the print key will solve all the problems. <laughs> well, I tell you what, I bet in 1970s, they weren't worse worried so much about password protection and hacking and things of that nature. Let so. me just hit the print key and solve all the problems. There we go. <laughs> Oh, uh, I bet you even in 1976, a reboot probably fixed most of the problems too. So anyway, there's the giant computer. Anyway, so they figure out where, okay, I get this. The gizmo must be a hologram, hologram projector, casting an image of those two from somewhere else. Yeah. Spider-Man thinks that he's just going to tap the computer and print out the location of course it turns out to be a booby trap superman fixes everything and they find out that the the location where this energy supposedly emitted from was uh africa mount kilimanjaro and look so at spider-man they're gonna just test gonna the s- rains down in africa he's just gonna <laughs> ski down to africa <laughs> <laughs> and superman's there in like two seconds yeah and spider-man <laughs> and spider-man's probably like what the hell what just happened yeah <laughs> Uh, it's 1976, <laughs> y'all. Like, hey, 
Hey, we're here. And, and super, <laughs> it's funny, just Superman kind of like, I, I don't know. It's like, you, I'll handle this, Spider-Man. It's like, yeah, I got this. What, what, what do you think Spider-Man's going to do? I mean, <laughs> I got here. Here it is. I'll handle this, Spider-Man. These warriors are Masai. Well, you, you, you think he's going to say something dumb, you know, like, uh, yeah, he would <laughs> something racist or whatever. My no, friend I and I have to... come from the sky. Oh yeah. My friend and I have come from the sky <laughs> seeking two evil men. One is a man of many arms. Hey, you're he, Superman. Aren't you? <laughs> he might've well have landed in front of them and said, I'm a God. <laughs> I demand knowledge. Well, it turns out though, that, uh, Somebody, there's a, there's a, there's a, 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 a doppelganger or a dupe among them. Uh, this new Chaka, I guess his, oh wait, no, new Chaka was the good guy, but one of the guys, uh, with them, it turns out to be a, uh, a bad guy. And he's also been, uh, he's got a, a sword of, uh, of, uh, red sun radiation because okay. he gives Superman a haircut. Oh, we're okay. Right there. Yep. You don't so. cut the locks. Don't tug on his cape either. Yeah, you don't tug on Superman's cape. You don't. You don't tug on Superman's cape. And you don't spit in the wind either. And you don't uh, cut his damn hair. <laughs> and you know, and uh, you don't, you know, you don't look at his junk and notice how hard it is. But anyway, it, it reminds me of that uh, that one um, that one thing in the Superman Four. Remember when they're at the Superman Museum and they have that that long thread of Superman's hair holding up this giant ass weight. I have not um, watched that movie from beginning to end because I have heard it is so bad. What movie a, are you talking about? Superman four. It's when uh, Lex oh, yeah. comes back and like uh, uses his DNA from the hair and uh, and makes that uh, that kind of My, clone-ish Superman. Solar Man. Yeah. Solar and I'll never yeah. I'll never forget that they Solar Man takes uh, Mariel Hemingway from Earth up to the moon and Mariel Hemingway can just breathe. You know, just come on up. We're just going to go out. Inside the atmosphere. Yeah. That movie was so bad. Yeah, you know, uh, it was what, not a good movie. You know it what's did funny have though? One, it had one good scene in it when there was a double date with Clark and Superman and Lois and Merrill Hemingway. Because Cl- Christopher Reeve had to go up and go down and go up and down. And that was actually pretty good. But the rest, oh. We have a and, question from Jeffrey Castro. He says, Brad, as a Hulk fan, could Banner have stood a fist fight with soups without the red kryptonite? No. Stay tuned. Stay we tuned. Will, no. Yeah, we will we will get to that. Stay You'll get tuned. to it. You'll get it. Yeah. <laughs> As if this book couldn't be any more awesome. You're putting Spider-Man with my Hulk. Okay. Right. So anyway, so ultimately, you know, we, we find out where the, the bad guys headquarters are and it's out in space, the satellite headquarters of the injustice gang. <laughs> now, <laughs> <laughs> That just kind of sounds dumb. I mean, the injustice, injustice gang. gang. And Doc Ock's like, "Whoa, you have you have a spaceship, or you have a space station? What the hell? I have a I have a uh, I have a lair underneath the uh, you know the bridge. The How ma- much does this know, cost you? Brooklyn yeah. Bridge. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we're up in the injustice so, lair. So yeah. yeah, we're in the and that's where they've got Lois and. And Mary Jane held hostage. Uh, and uh, Superman, I mean, Lex is starting, you know, of course, Doc Ock really still doesn't have a clue what Lex's plan is. Uh, and Doesn't but, but, uh, Doc Ock just seem kind of second fiddle, like he, like he's just not up to Lex's level? 
Well, he's yeah. this is Lex's plan. He's just along for the ride. Yeah, he's you just know, I mean, really, there. when you think about it, Lex is the one who bailed them, bailed them both out of jail. Yeah. Uh, it's Lex's plan they're implementing. You know, Doc doesn't have his own, uh, you know, Doc, Doc has a flying octopus, but he doesn't have a satellite, you know, or a spaceship or anything. Doc's just around because at the time he's like Spider-Man's greatest villain. And, yeah. and Norman's dead by this point. So, yeah, Norman's, Norman's dead. been dead for a little while at this point. Yeah. So, you know, but, but before Lex tells us what his devious plan is, we have an interlude. Uh, yeah, interlude where J. Jonah Jameson and uh, Morgan Edge uh, complain about their respective uh, reporter slash photographer, Clark Kent and Peter Parker. So, well, now we find out that this satellite is going to be this, this infamous comm lab is going to be launched. Wow. And yeah. Yep, wow, there we that's go. Cool. That's cool looking. And uh I mean it's almost as cool looking as Shatner in space, you know, when they go above <laughs> the Carmen line, right? Yeah. You know, and Shatner's looking at the window. Anyway, so Lex <laughs> takes control of the satellite and you know he's Rocket he's Man. Gonna, he's gonna bring about climate change a few decades earlier. Oh right, know, before, Lex. Before before Roland Emmerich gets the idea, uh Lex is going to uh going to do it um look at that look on his face ha, i'm about to kill millions of people <laughs> so spider-man and uh anyway so there spider-man and, and and superman uh you know i, I have followed them into outer space spidey but, just uh, casually flying a rocket ship. Ch- check out yeah. spidey just flying that rocket <laughs> well hey hey he's got experience doing this remember an amazing spider-man like 131 132 you know he when uh, the 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 island that aunt may inherited the uranium rich island that aunt may inherited is about to blow up and so he just gets on a plane and flies them both out of there so yeah he's right he does know how to fly a plane he also uh he also flew um a spaceship uh when he met adam warlock okay marvel team up Mm -hmm. suck jr yeah number 55 (laughs) (laughs) when does does marvel team up stop being second jr i swear when when we when we don't do the show Uh, never (laughs) So anyway, so anyway, so anyway, they uh, the, our heroes are captured, look and uh, look so, at a little and, Spidey back here, <laughs> and the adorable, kind <laughs> almost kind of like a, a toy you would buy. Remember what were those rocket no. racer? What were those? You probably have a cop. Uh, this looks right. like like a like a panel from the nineteen sixties cartoon, and he's just like, hey kids, yeah, I mean, he's just casually flying through space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. he's swinging in that same it. pose from the 60s he's going through space on this <laughs> remember the toys of spot like with captain america or whatever where they were like little rocket sh- shooters or whatever and uh i you don't remember i don't even remember what they Thank were you, but that's what yes, this Marvel team up will always be known as second jr yep yeah even milo so, agrees <laughs> okay so let me zoom out spidey so, He's in his little rocket ship. He's getting yeah, a little yeah, hazy. They get, they, 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 get captured, they get captured by the bad guys. Um, but, uh, and then of course a fight breaks out as Luther explains his deadly plan of, of, uh, you know, destru- basically, uh, he's, you know, screwing up the weather unless the U S government pays him 10, <laughs> 10 billion dollars <laughs> within the next day um yeah I'll back in them. back in oh, 76 yeah. when that was still a lot of money yeah 10 billion dollars there you are yep. yeah allow the he'll allow the storm center to be, spread and, and build until it swamps the entire world well our heroes aren't gonna you know stand for that they've had enough 
Yep. And uh, look, they take on each other's villains too. That's kind of yep. funny. And uh, Doc and and Superman. And there's a, a another uh, next panel here when uh, Doc and Superman's finally had enough of Doc Ock. Oh, Superman's had enough of Doc Ock. And Nick. And he he does the oh, uh, he boom does, yeah <laughs> boom just, yeah pretty effortlessly. <laughs> he just can you ripped. imagine being Doc Ock? You see Superman flying at you. <laughs> this probably means Doctor Octopus has a uh, phobia of Superman now as well. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he just effortlessly rips his arms off, just like Spider Man did that. You know, yeah. that one time. Oh, Bruce has your answer. Uh, those are called ricochet ricochet racers. racers. Thank you. Carries with Spidey and Cap in them in this. Of course, that was what that picture reminded me of the the ad for the ricochet racers. So, yeah, yeah. well, unfortunately, Doc okay. Ock, so Doc Ock is in trouble. He loses his glasses, yeah. you know. But uh, then, but as uh, you know, of course, there's the, there's more superhero supervillain fighting. Uh, Lex is uh, going to destroy the world, and then Spider Man. I think there's a big tidal wave heading toward the coast and Superman's got to go and stop that. Wow. Look at that. Yeah. But, but Spider-Man and here's what we were saying earlier, where doc has a moment of lucidity in the prior page before we see the tidal wave. Doc, doc says, like, what the hell did I just do? Well, it's like, where are you going to spend your money? If he destroys the world, <laughs> dang it. That's 22. I love Dear what he Lord, says. Your Lord, Lord, Lord is mad. mad. Yeah. <laughs> is that it was at that moment that Otto realized he had made a huge mistake. <laughs> but it's kind of you know it's funny. Yeah, uh, the the villain wants to destroy the world, or if, unless he gets it's like, what if he does? What if the villain where, destroys where the world? Kills what? What? You know, what, what's he going to do? What's what's he going to rule over? He's destroyed the world. This <laughs> is consistent with Otto uh, and his personality, though, because really, Otto, all he wants to do is see Spider Man dead. He doesn't necessarily want the earth destroyed. No. Um, but, you know, so at that at that point, he's like, yeah, okay, I'll help you. Kind of like the Kingpin did with, uh, Bat, you know, Batman and Ra's yep. al Ghul. Yep. You know, eventually even the Kingpin realizes, oh, God, no, I'm on the wrong side of this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, Superman being Superman. I mean, Ock destroys the uh, the satellite gadgetry, but the, t- the, the tidal wave is still going. But yeah. Superman being Superman flies down and creates this barrier of sound. Yep. Which crashes the wall of uh, sound and in the in the, the uh, so, so he stops the, so he stops the tie wave. Spider Man mops up the bad guys, yeah. you know. Which Luther really, you know, I mean, again, you know, he easily takes it, just takes human. down Lex Luther. Yeah. And uh, then we have the epilogue, where of course everybody, you know, everybody Check that out. Yep. Yeah. Look at that. What's up? They got the handshake. Nice. Mm-hmm. nice. And then they fly off they with their respective villains. And 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 then meet the next page and have absolutely no idea who each other is. <laughs> <laughs> it's like what are the odds? Oh uh, uh, yeah, gee, looks uh it happened to be you're with Lois who Lex kidnapped to get back at you and I'm with Mary Jane who just happened to be there and Spider-Man was all hyper about saving her. I know. Yeah. yeah, None of this, uh, that'd make any sense. huh? And and Daredevil is somewhere reading this thinking, you know, I I could have told you he was Peter just, you know, by his heartbeat. (laughs) I don't even, I can't even see Jack. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, you'd think Superman would. <laughs> Superman could probably hear heart can hear heartbeats too, can he? Yeah, he can. Most likely. Yeah. Well, I mean, he did when he heard uh, Bruce Wayne come back to life in uh, Dark Knight Returns, or whatever. When uh, the Bruce, he thought he had killed Bruce, mm-hmm. and but they had just sedated him and buried him, and then yeah. Bruce revived, and he heard the boop boop the heartbeat, <laughs> and realized Bruce wasn't anyway, whatever. So anyway. Clark and uh, and Peter uh, make Jonah and my, Morgan very happy, and everybody walks hand in hand into the sunset at, at page ninety two. And boys and girls, you have just been a part of a reading of history. There you go, and we got some backup art, which were, were potential covers here. Yep, and I, I oh, I suspect is Marvel didn't want Superman to look more her- heroic. I think they had to do a compromise where both heroes look equally epic. Mm-hmm. Well, that was, yeah, that was kind of the point. The you the know? first one is like, they didn't, they didn't show all the heroes. The yeah. second one is, is like Superman's in the foreground and yeah. is, is dominating the picture. And then they, yeah. they, they, they get closer to what it ultimately became. And, and as, as a Spider-Man fan, even when I read this as a kid, it was complete. I, I didn't take like Superman winning, you know, to be like uh, like a, a slide on Spider-Man. It, it's Superman for crying out loud. Right. You know, yeah. so I, the fact that, that that he managed to last as long as he did is is a win in and of itself. Yeah. But I mean, clearly, you know, Superman, Superman could have just kept beating ass if he'd wanted to. Now, I, I, this is because this is the back cover. And, I, you know, I don't know canonically what com, how tall comic book Superman is supposed to be. But Peter is like, have, uh, Spider-Man has always been like 5'10". And I always think of Superman as Christopher Reeve. So to me, you know, Superman is sick, like a big guy, 6'4". Mm-hmm. So yeah, he, should yeah. be tower, he should be towering over Spider-Man. Well, Marvel probably doesn't want Superman to be shorter. They probably want him equal. <laughs> Well, I yeah, I was I, yeah, but but I uh, I, I, but I don't, I don't know. know comic book wise if Superman is like just six feet or something. But I don't know if I'm Car if I'm Carmine Infantino, I may I may mandate that I'm like, look, this guy's just flat. He's taller than Spider Man. Sorry. <laughs> End the story. We're not doing this. He's taller. You know, which is funny because I mean, Superman and Clark can't have the same build. <laughs> Super, you know, and say Superman is six four. Um, and it's like, you're, so you're going to like insult and, and pick on a guy who's like six, four and ripped, you know, yeah. but, but I guess that's where Christopher Reeve did a, a heck of a job, you know, convincing you that this, that his Clark Kent was kind of a namby pamby, but otherwise it's like, who the hell is going to be giving a six foot four guy a hard time. So, um, we have, uh, Bruce says that it's, uh, hard to find that treasure in this condition. There weren't many good ways to store it safely back then. Yeah, they didn't make the mylar and the backing boards for that. Well, even then, it's so oversized. What would you put yeah. it in? You know, and yeah. uh, in fact, I've even, you know, I mean, I, I have mine just in a huge, I've got all my treasuries in just like one huge baggie, more or less. But luckily, luckily they've reprinted this thing several times. Right. All right. We are going to the second part. Uh, here we is, go, boys. This is, my, this is my favorite one. Yeah. Yeah, this is from 1981, right? Yeah, I read this like a trillion times. Yeah, yeah. Th- this one I'm not as familiar with as the other one, but hey. this this one I think is more of a class or of a 
a comic book as opposed to an event. The first story mm -hmm. was kind of an event, mm -hmm. you know, Superman and Spider-Man meeting. This one kind of gets down to more of the gritty nitty gritty of just being a comic book. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, like in two, you know, like turn, you know, uh, uh, if you look, turn on the back, Brad, I mean, just, this is another reason why this is, uh, I can't, I can't. Easily. Oh, you can't. Okay. Yeah. But the, the back cover shows us who the guest stars are going to be. Um, the Hulk and wonder woman yeah. who just so coincidentally each had a TV show on CBS. This, well, this was 1981 when this was, and they'd been on the air for a while at 1981. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I, I think it's, it's, it's more than just a coincidence that those two happen to guest star in this, yeah. uh, as a result of their respective, uh, series. I mean, now if you see this and the cover alone, isn't enough to, to make this an instant buy the moment you flip it over and see the Hulk and Superman about to go at it. So dude. Yeah. yeah it's like, you know, yeah, Brett, take my money, take my yeah. money. Exactly. Please. Take my money. So, okay, so let's get through. Let's get let's through this one. This, this now. This is only sixty-two pages, folks. Okay. You know, so you're not quite getting your money's worth as you were with the other one. And this cost you two fifty. You know, and, and this one only recap right on the second page here behind the cover. Yeah, here's our hero identification, and uh, as we go to the. Um, the first page and the credits page, we see that the script is by none other than Jim, Jim, Shooter. Shooter. Jim Shooter. Jim Shooter, once again, inserting himself into a high-profile book to ensure that he collects royalties. And well, he didn't get much royalties on this one because they don't reprint this one. Yeah, this one hadn't been reprinted as That's much. true. Yeah, yeah, that's true. However, Secret Wars, my man's making bank. It's just funny when he decide what, what he decided when he when he decided to step up and write a story. You know, I mean, it wasn't like, uh, you know, he, he always pay, he he made sure that he selected a very high profile gig. It seems, but anyway, this was you know art two by you know what the legendary John Buscema who yep. the what Sal's old a Sal's older brother. Yeah, the older brother of your pal Sal. Yeah, I love awesome. John Buscema stuff. Man. I do too. You, I never got into so Conan, good. but I know you do, George. You love his Conan. Oh, I, oh yeah, yeah. I yeah. love Savage Tales and oh yeah, all that good stuff. Guy, but yeah. Uh, well, what's this I, consulting you, editors. We got all these guys. Hard to read it, but uh, Joe Orlando. He's well. Oh, there's John Romita right there. Joe Orlando used to also uh, Ween. <laughs> be um, uh, be an artist over at the EC Comics back when they did all the horror stuff. Okay. Got it. Did All a right, lot so of good horror stuff. We start with Spider-Man here. Yeah, I mean, we've only been talking about these now for about an hour and a half. So you're gonna uh, cut. Then we just got through. This one will be easier to get through, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, Spider-Man basically comes upon uh, these guys trying to uh, bust their way into a bank. Uh, he stops the bad guys, gets his pictures, but it turns out that the bank just happens to be sitting on top of somebody's lair. And of yeah. course, Doom. it is the evil Doctor Doom. So commands Doctor Doom, you know. And of if course, you were, uh, if you remember the, um, uh, just I happen to think about this because I was with Joe Orlando. I'm sorry, I didn't, didn't mean to interrupt you, Jr. No, no, if, go ahead. If you remember the old Sea Monkey ads from the comics yeah, back in the days, he did the art for that. Oh, the that's funny. One. Yeah. Sorry, I, I just that no, was right. off, off, right. off Do, So Doom is doing all this monologuing about how, you know, world domination, blah, 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 blah. But part of his plan. All right, here we go. 
He's he's got a he's he asked his operative to report on the progress of preparation H. <laughs> Where what panel is that? Where is that? There, the last panel on the page. See, uh, Operation H. Oh. Operation H. Oh, that, that's something <laughs> Jr. is going to have to have here. Yeah, you got that on your brain. Years. Yeah, I guess I had that on my mind or whatever. Hulk smash year. with Preparation H. Uh, <laughs> So anyway, so anyway, so Dr. Doom is part of his plan. Dr. Doom is bringing the Hulk to Metropolis. Yeah, boy. <laughs> well, of course, and we go back to Peter Parker, uh, who is now that uh, apparently he, since he is no longer dating Mary Jane, this is the early 1980s. In yeah. fact, I'm trying to think if this is in the Denny O'Neill era. Uh, I, I, want, I, I think it, it was. I think it is. Yeah. It is. You, you so don't have, of course, you don't have uh, Stern yet. Of course, Mary, Mary Jane was uh, as of uh, after a brief appearance in issue two ten. Mary Jane was out of the titles for about three yeah. years. So so Peter is uh, you know trying to make moves on you know various Who chicks. This? Who is this? This is Cindy. just this is nobody. This is just Hi, Cindy. Cindy, generic blonde girl. Um, you can take me to the Elvis Costello concert tonight. Is what oh, Cindy that, wants. That sounds fun. <laughs> Peter can't afford it. <laughs> but Peter's How you like walking in the park and splitting a popsicle, honey. But Peter's <laughs> a big fan of Elvis Costello. I mean, as that's been uh, that's been really? stated more than once that he's a fan of Elvis Costello. But it's a the 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 thing is though, this is uh, uh, just the right time for Peter to start agonizing about his origin story. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, I don't have the money, and it's like, oh, well, that's because you know, oh, oh she, yeah, Cindy says like maybe your mommy will give you an allowance or whatever, and that just causes Peter to stew. Floating well, head of, head <laughs> of the guilt. Only mo- mother I've ever had is Aunt May. Yeah, you know, and, and maybe the Pope will get married. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> when J. Jonah Jameson feels generous. Man, Jonah's just kind of like, I don't know what it is. I, th- I don't think his hair is fitting him very well right now. <laughs> it looks like a piece, doesn't it? It, 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 looks, kinda, it looks like a J.K. Simmons piece. It looks piece like right a there. helmet. <laughs> it's you a know? J.K. Simmons. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then Robbie over here. What do we got? Oh, that's well, what's happening is, is, you know, uh, uh, Jonah is telling Peter, well, why don't you go to, you know, find something really newsworthy and sell all these crappy pictures of Spider-Man? Because after all, the Hulk is going out to a metropolis where this guy hangs out. So, you know, that's going to get Peter into the story or Spider-Man into the story. So anyway, we got a helicopter with, with Clark and Lois. And of course, everybody's making fun. Oh, don't worry. If Clark Kent's brave enough to go there, you know, it can't be dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, and of course they see, you know, because, because wherever the Hulk goes, uh, chaos usually follows chaos, carnage and destruction, uh, because the Hulk is rather ill-tempered. But before Superman, before we get our meet up, beat up with Superman and the Hulk, we have to beat these idiots at the uh, 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 Galaxy Communications. And look who is trying to play another prank, Steve Lombard. It's like, honest to God. You know? <laughs> is hey, this funny? Was this even remotely amusing? Hey, 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 chat, give me an update. What happened to Steve Lombard? Can you do a Google search for me? I want to find a... What happened to Steve Lombard from DC? I go. mean, this is just infantile. Are people are 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 grown adults this infantile anymore? You know, no, they'd, just, be, they'd be trucked into HR. <laughs> well, not only that, but even back then, I mean, he would have got. I mean, Clark obviously would not bust. You know, but 
you'd think that eventually Lombard would get his ass kicked by somebody who just who wouldn't appreciate From Jimmy planet. Olsen. Jimmy Olsen would yeah. kick Lombard's ass, probably. Tom? I don't know, Brad. I, I'm looking at Wikipedia. It doesn't mention him. Uh, he got shot in the shoulder at some point. Um, but then, you know, like DC splits off into 87 different. Well, he deserved it. Probably. Earth two and who, so who the hell knows, ultimately? He may be dead in one comic and alive in another at this point. It's DC. Well, Random internet weirdo thing is, though, everybody sports shop after getting fired from the planet, and he hired Clark once. But that's all pre-crisis, so that's pre-86. Uh, uh, anyway, this is just, I mean, it's like, I've only seen, so, yes. Oh, <laughs> oh, my, oh, Milo. Milo, <laughs> Milo, what? What, you're going to poke the bear, Milo? Oh. <laughs> What the Steve's pranks are as funny as Brad's jokes. Man, I that wasn't directed at me, but I felt that one even. Yeah, we all felt that one, Milo. It even drove George out of his seat for a moment. Yep. Well, anyway, so the Hulk is uh you know, the Hulk is uh rampaging through town and Clark realizes that, well, you know, I gotta I gotta do something here. So he creates a divert makes everybody think there's an earthquake by stomping his foot. And so he goes and he turns into Superman. Ooh, look at that. That's cool looking. And then, well, I don't know. I almost don't feel like, I almost feel Brad that you should take over describing these next two pages. Cause this, this has got to be, this has got to be your wet dream just about (laughs) because not only does the Hulk, not only because I think, uh, the the Hulk starts to get the upper hand there near the end. I think a little bit, yeah. Well, anyway, just, Superman rolls in, says, "Hold it, Hulk! You've done enough damage, big fella. Calm down." He holds his hand out like Black Widow in Avengers of Age of Ultron now, and Hulk is having no part of it. He says, "Shut up! No one tells the Hulk anything." And so Hulk just says, "I don't want to hurt you, but uh, stupid man with cape makes more noise to bother Hulk." But Cape Man's noise, Hulk can't stop. Hulk can see Cape Man. And what Hulk can see, Hulk can smash. Look at this. Boom. Yes. Also That's known as, if, if it bleeds, we can kill it. Absolutely. This isn't going to be easy. Superman has, this isn't like fighting Spider-Man with a red ray gun. Hulk takes it on. And then Peter shows up and says, well, you know, Brad's buying this comic by 81. I better show up and get in a suit so I can get... St- some Hulk and Spider-Man action guaranteed that Brad will pick it up or at least ask his mother who, uh, when he gets out of first grade, if he can buy this for two bucks. Um, so we got a kaboom. I don't think and Peter's thinking that I think Peter's just thinking, ah, it'll just take a cover for Brad to buy it. That's you true. <laughs> Peter's uh, probably thinking, I'm just going to take pictures and maybe set this one out. Yeah. Uh, he's a powerhouse, but that ought to take that fight out of him. Uh, I don't like this. He's still lying too still. Okay. Is the Hulk going to get up? Is the Hulk going to get up? Is the Hulk going to, he's going to complain that DC character. (laughs) Boom. Put that man in orbit almost. Boom. And, and this guy just running a little truck goes glory B. Christopher Reeve got hit by Lou Ferrigno. It literally says miles away. Miles away. Miles away is where Superman lands. Boom. When Lou Ferrigno hits you in 81, Christopher Reeve feels it. All right, so Hulk is ticked. I love Brad. Look how when we see Spider-Man there, notice yeah. the windows being shattered. Look at the, look at the New York City just shaking a little bit. This so, uh, this this reminds me, Brad. Remember yeah. of uh, the death of Superman when he's fighting Doomsday, and remember all right. the windows in the city are shattering. Right. Yes. Yeah. I like that. Number one Marvel fan said this could all be resolved 
with a hostess cake. <laughs> there we go. It, it could have actually with the Hulk, it might have been. It probably is. Give the man a truck of Twinkies. My man's calmed down. Anyway, here we go. My boys, my Golden boys are gonna go. Oh, it's up to you. Spider Man's like, well, you know, he punched Sp- Superman miles away. Yeah, I could probably win this fight. So Spider Man well, and the is- Hulk. Hulk has met Spider Man by this point. Yeah, he has. Oh, yeah. They, this is 1981. Should, yeah, I'd say they should know one another by this point. Well, yeah. Well, this is this is a part of the Spider-Verse, if you will. This is an alternate universe where Spider-Man and Superman are in the same universe. But anyway, Superman says, hey, you know, in 76, uh, I think you're going to get killed if you do this, Spidey. So hold it. So I'll take this. Step aside. This is a job for Superman, Spidey. And he realizes he suddenly needs a snack, and he yells nuts. And Spider-Man's thinking, I could defeat this dude with the common cold. I've done it before. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, Hulk's um, still ticked. Superman just says, you know, I'll just let him start punching. I'll, I'll, what, in a fight, what, what, what do you say, George, if you're in the ring? You're just going to let the guy get tired. It's going to get the Hulk tired. Yeah, he's, he, he, yeah, he's thinking, okay, I'm ready for this now. He's not going to sucker punch me. I'm just going to let him wear himself out. Yes, just wear himself out, throw all these punches. Yeah. His arms are going to get heavy. Uh, he's going to need a couple hostess cakes. Now he's now he's the Hulk, so he's not doing the same thing that Spider-Man and Batman have done hitting Superman, where he's like, "Oh God, my hand!" Because he's the Hulk, and he's like, "No, Hulk, Hulk, Hulk." The matter the Hulk gets, the stronger Hulk's, Hulk's uh, like, "Dude, I got all day to whip your ass. Eventually, yeah. I'm going to knock you down." Yeah, yeah the yeah, gamma radiation is going to rather than get tired. The gamma radiation, is, you know, is yep. just. And he's going to get tired. So let's take a look. He's like, if I have to stay in here for two weeks, I'm knocking your ass out. Like I just said, the madder the Hulk gets, the stronger the Hulk gets. Cape man thinks he's strong, but Hulk is the strongest one there is. So anyway, Hulk does not stop. Superman doesn't stop and they go at it. And all of a sudden what flies into his ear? What is that? Well, Superman notices that there is something Mm-hmm. That is irritating the Hulk and making him uh, go crazy and attack Metropolis. Yeah. So, micro miniature drone. They had drones in '81. Look at that. Well, this is Doctor Doom. Of course, he had drones. He had yeah. drones. He had drones in the '60s. Yep. Anyway, and of course, he's magic too, right? So he is magic. Uh huh. Noise is gone. So he didn't. His tinnitus is gone. Hulk isn't so ticked. Uh, Cape man talks stupid. Cape man is stupid. Hulk should smash anyway, but I think I'm going to uh, chill. Okay. There you go. Spider-Man Hulk versus Superman. Well, Spider-Man look what, just kind of watched. <laughs> look what Superman's look what Superman's thinking. He's like, you know, he says no one wants to fight you. And then he thinks no one's sane. No one's sane. All that I, that I speaks do, to how hard the Hulk hits you. <laughs> all I want to do is help you Hulk. That's my job. Helping people. Cape man looks like puny human, but isn't Hulk. Hulk trust Cape man. Oh, it's super. Man's like, Holy hell. He did it. Superman talked the Hulk down so that he reverted to his human self. Dr. Bruce. All right. Take it from there. Jr. Well, in all the carnage, no pun intended. <laughs> we see that, uh, Superman. F- oh, wait a minute. Here we are. Hey, oh. thank you. Winnipeg. <laughs> this is, I- a, th- this is fun. Because uh, Superman's, you know, talking to the cop and the cop, you know, he's like, you know, this guy isn't a criminal and neither is the Hulk. I found evidence that something was controlling him. Oops, I destroyed that. Yeah. Can we just over- that. <laughs> yeah. Can we just Oops, overlook that? Pretend, you know, just go off my reputation. Can you just trust me on this one? Yeah. 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 
Well, unfortunately, we think that the, 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 the crisis is over. Look at what Peter says. Jeez, the police are cooperating with soups. He's looking at him like he's Gandhi. What have I been doing wrong? I think that's so funny what Peter says. <laughs> well, for one, Peter, they can't see your face when you're Spider-Man. Yeah, Two, you're true. a big smart ass. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, it's like... Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, there we go. Uh, so it, it is kind of funny when you think about it. Although Peter, uh, I think that's one of the kind of the endearing things about Peter and Spider-Man is that sometimes he doesn't really realize that he is self-absorbed, self-centered, yeah. uh, and, uh, you know, irritating. So, yeah. but well, okay, here we, here we go. We got, we got some more trouble brook coming up from the surface. Is this, it this is, must be a DC guy. Cause I don't know him. The parasite? Parasite? Yeah. Parasite you don't know the parasite? That's one no, of man, I'm not a DC guy. He's a, he's a big Superman villain, Brett. Oh yeah. yeah. Not only that, but he's probably really famous now for being the um um if you remember did you ever read Kingdom Come Brad? I the, did, uh, but I don't remember the parasite in it. I remember yeah, the old Superman and Batman yeah, and the, Wonder Woman. Yeah, well that's where this is where like Superman you know, the, the Magog kills the joke, you know, anyway, Joker kills everybody at the daily planet, including Lois. And, uh, you know, but, uh, Superman doesn't kill the Joker back then. Of course, I guess he waits for injustice to do that. But, um, uh, but Magog comes and kills the Joker and tells Superman, well, I just did what you didn't have the balls to do. So basically Superman goes away and sulks and Magog kind of takes over, you know, it's kind of the premier superhero and him and a bunch of other heroes corner the para corner the parasite in Kansas. Mm -hmm. And um, the parasite rips open like uh, Captain Adam or something and creates, uh, I mean, it, it, a big nuclear explosion, which uh, devast irradiates the, er the, the U.S.'s uh, breadbasket. And then suddenly so DC has their own super or their own super civil war in a way. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, the parasite was the, uh, Parasite was uh, the, uh, I mean, he wasn't in it much, but uh, he was the, they, the, you know, when Magog and they, they cornered him and he ripped open Cap Madam and created a nuclear explosion. So, but anyway, so the Parasite. He you escapes know, from Hulk smashing. Yeah, yeah he, he's kind of radioactive and everything like that too. So, but, uh, but, so yeah, when the Parasite's walking around, he's making everybody kind of sick. As yep. you know, you can see Peter starting to feel the. Whoa, what's wrong with me? One minute I'm fine, and then all of a sudden I feel woozy. Now, you got, I, you got I, two I, photogs. Jimmy Olsen and Peter Parker talk. I feel like this is a little. Uh, Peter should have realized what was happening to him because if there's anybody that's going to recognize like the signs of radiation, it's probably it, it's Peter. Right. You know? And actually, he should be somewhat, uh, I wouldn't say immune from it, but remember uh, in, um, well, I mean, of course, this didn't happen until <laughs> decades later. Are you uh, talking about, uh, oh, what's it called? Yeah, let's not bring that up. Oh, what's let's not bring Moreland into it. No, no, no. I was thinking about the radioactive. Uh, You're thinking of, yeah, Brad's thinking about like rain, I think. Rain, that's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, Jimmy Olsen, Spider-Man. They go get a yes. cup of coffee. So anyway, so Jim, yeah, Jimmy Olsen says, "Hey, bud, you know, you need a need a help, need a hand or whatever." And uh, ultimately, he uh, th and this is where it kind of gets it gets fun. Uh, is that uh, you know Peter's feeling unappreciated for a lot of things. You know, he's complained about he you know complains about Jameson. So Jimmy takes him to the uh, to the Daily Planet and introduces him to uh, well, he introduces him to that asshole Steve Lombard. Um, <laughs> 
But, uh, <laughs> hey, I'll try not to squeeze too hard, little fella. <laughs> oh, but, uh, what a jerk. If he only knew that I can crush bricks with my grip. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but anyway, so, you know, but, uh, you know, Jimmy takes, uh, uh, Peter to meet Lois and uh, meet Perry White and Perry White likes his pictures. This is you this know? is definitely uh, back in that era where Spider Man was like just was attracted to any damn thing he saw almost. <laughs> <laughs> Remember like uh, like when he first saw Glory Grant, he was like, oh my god, she's stunning. Yep, yep, yep. Well, you know, at this time, you know, Mary Jane's out of the picture. Peter, Peter is yeah. what twenty one, twenty two years old, maybe at the oh, oldest. Yeah. yeah. So he's uh, yeah. Yep. This is this is uh, around the same time period, or not, or a little bit before. Uh, he meets like Monica Rambo, and the and j- just seeing her in the airport, he's like, "Wow, what a fox!" And this is another. They're doing a callback to the first time they met in '76, mm-hmm. with uh, he recognizes Lois Lane. So this is an alternate Spider-Man universe. Yeah. Suddenly, my feelings ache. I feel so imperfect. Oh, so that's Lana Lang. Okay, in the- yeah. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know who that was. Okay. Yeah, well, Peter is pretty smitten with the, uh, wow, the ladies here at the Daily Planet are a lot better than the Daily Bugle. <laughs> he, he, probably looks get... at, he probably looks at Lana and he's like, wow, she's kind of like, uh, <laughs> she's kind of like uh, Liz, except not a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and she's got red hair. Lana's got red hair, right? And of course, we oh, know, you know, he's got a, he's got a Peter, weakness. Peter has a thing for redheads. So. Yeah. So Peter gets a job at Gal- at the Daily Planet. Well, Clark is uh, now Clark is on uh, on the outs with uh, Morgan Edge, I believe. Yeah. You know, he wants it. He wants a leave of absence, and Clark basically says, "I'm you know I got something personal to take care of," and uh, well, and basically you know Edge gives him a hard time, and Clark says, well, "I don't need to take this shit anymore." I'm Superman. Uh, I'm su- I'm Superman. And he tracks down anyway. He uh, let's see here. He figures out that uh, there's only a couple of men in the world who could have engineered. Uh, I suspected from the beginning the Hulk's invasion was part of a larger scheme, and it was an elaborate scheme to jailbreak or break out the parasite. Only two men alive could have engineered that. One is Lex Luthor, who's locked away, and the other is, of course. Dr. Doom. Dr. Doom. Even Superman. However, Dr. Doom, being the head of state of an independent country, diplomatic immunity. (laughs) Superman can't touch him. Why, of course, I am. What are you up to, Doom? Of course, I'm up to gaining entire absolute dominion over this entire planet. You know? And that's uh, which, you know, Stan Lee was always, that was always one of his fond talking points about Dr. Doom. It's like, what's the crime? Is there a crime in wanting to take over the world? You know, that's what when, he wants uh, to do. When yeah. we interviewed him for Hero Realm, JR, that's, uh, he told that story to, to me and Alex. That's the first time I'd ever heard him uh, mention it. And then, of course, over the years, I see it so many times of him talking about how that's not a crime. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, that's good. <laughs> Everybody wants to rule the world. Yep. All right. It also, it also, from a meta standpoint, it makes you wonder, like, because Superman, if, if if he's existing in this alternate universe, he's had to have kicked Doom's ass at some point. Right. You would, you would think. Yeah, they'd have to butt heads. They're they're too big not to. They yeah. exactly, exactly. Yeah. 
Um, but they, they do I, have I hope, interesting I hope they, I hope they use that in the films because Dr. Doom, diplomatic immunity, and I, I don't think they have. Did they use them on the, 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 the no, they've not, they've not even done that. They, I mean, they, Doom is so, I, I hope they don't mess him up. Again. As far as I know, that's never even come up in a Marvel comic. His uh, diplomatic immunity. Because, oh, I, now, oh, I think it has. They've never, has. As, well, I think it has. I know that. I know for a fact Doom's never. I don't think he's ever gone to jail. For example, um, I, don't, I I just don't see a Maybe. cop arresting Doom. Or I, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't think Doom's ever been imprisoned. Not unless it's like some kind of cosmic being or something. Or yeah, you know, yeah. there's some kind of. Event. But I do like, remember like he's not going to wind up in the raft. Uh, for I do remember him using the diplomatic immunity in Fantastic Four at least once or twice. I now, but they have an interesting conversation. Essentially, it's like Doom basically challenges Superman. <laughs> you know, uh, the the one of the reasons the world is such a miserable place is because you choose not to do anything about it. Ah, you know, nice. D- Doom says, you know, well, yeah, I want to rule the world, but I think I can make it a better place. You know, but here you you could do the very same thing, yet you choose not to. So you know, He's like I could probably I could probably save the people you haven't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. You know, so what's wrong with trying to control the world if I do a better job of it? Hell, you ain't doing anything about it. <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, so basically Doom chases him out because this is, uh, bah, I weary of this. The audience has ended. Be gone. You know, yeah. so. Here, I think I'm at you. Uh, okay, right about there. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Anyway, so, you know, this is, uh, you know. So Doom, you know, Doom and the Parasite get together and you know start making their evil plans. Uh, and Clark is, you know, he's he kind of got chased out by uh, Morgan Edge. Needs a job, so where does he go? <laughs> the Daily Bugle and with Glory Grant instead of Betty Brant. Yeah, yeah. Remember, because Betty quit working for Jonah after um, she, she got, got married. married to Ned. Right, right, right. So yeah. and then and then and then they had the. Uh, the uh, running joke for a few issues of Jonah not being able to keep a secretary. Uh, And uh, and they did on Murphy Brown. And then glory came and charmed his charmed him. And uh, so you underused character, glory grant. Well, didn't Conway say that uh, he planned on having them romantically involved. They even Uh, went on a date and were pretty heavy into one another. And that just fizzled out like a bad fart. Well, it was, were, it was early, too early for it. It was too early. It yeah. was, well, I mean, uh, they were had, canoodling had, on the bus. You had the first interracial kiss on Star Trek. Then this was 10 years later. Oh, this is the eighties. Yeah. I had that. They could have had that in the comics. Yeah, but when, when, when to. they, but in the seventies, when early seventies, when glory was introduced, yeah. Yeah, that's different. Conway had mentioned that he had wanted to make them romantically involved, but just, it was just pushing the, it would, it would have been too much for the time. So. And probably, I mean, yeah, since comics were being mostly read by kids then, you know, pr- probably the, 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 the Bible belt would have absolutely gone berserk. Yeah. Uh, but so. All right. So he tries to get a job. Yep. At the bugle. And he does, didn't he? Yeah, I believe he does. Yeah. 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 See, like I said, Glory I am show our right. newest reporter around and introduce him to Robbie. There you go. Yeah. yeah. So um, unfortunately, I didn't get a chance to read this before. So it's like. By keeping a high profile as Clark here in New York, right under their noses, I'm able to draw a fire. Oh, I see. So he's trying to, uh, yeah, he's trying to protect, uh, protect, uh, protect New York city instead of metropolis. Yeah. Yeah. Protect. So, and New York's like, Oh shit. Superman's here now. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yep. So, so here you go. And, and Robbie and Jonah are upset because um, New York's newfound benefactor. Sooner or later, we're going to have to do an editorial position on the New York's newest benefactor. Oh, oh, oh. The bugle stance oh, yeah, has always been against costume vigilantes for years. Oh yeah, it's like so. But Superman like is very popular, you know. Right. Unlike unlike uh, Spidey, yeah. Unlike Spidey, who people don't really trust or whatever. And now it's like, well, here, here's this guy who's a well loved hero. What are you gonna do, Jonah? Yeah. Tomorrow's edition will carry my editorial on Superman. New York welcomes a real hero. <laughs> but I miss the old days. Yeah. But another thing too is that. You know, Jonah, one of the, of course, no one knows who, what Superman's secret identity is, but Superman also doesn't hide his face either. So that sure. probably helps yeah. sell it to Jonah a little bit better that he's not hiding, his, you know, his face. So what, uh, did, what did Doom do to my Hulk? He's got him in Doom. stasis, Brad. He's got him oh. in stasis, too. How do you stasis put the Hulk in stasis, man? Well, I mean, he, he was knocked the hell out earlier. Well, he wasn't knocked yeah. out, but he, he passed out earlier. <clears throat> okay well so peter you know peter's at the uh well doom and doom and parasite have a little uh a uh, little disagreement and of course doom shows who the parasite who uh who's really the boss here yeah uh, gotta take him down a peg yeah yeah yep. yep. and uh you know so peter uh you know peter's at the at the uh, planet and perry white is uh talking about how much talent he's got just remember the pointers i gave you and sure sure mr white thanks wow he's nicer than jonah but just as tough i can't believe it i almost miss old jjj's abuse mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he meets he meets oh, the redhead yeah. Oh, yeah. little redheaded girl yeah Lana. like charlie okay. brown i was i was thinking this was lois he was going to make the moves on but no i forgot it was lana you know, and so, you know, Peter says, ah, you know, another redhead for me to hit on, <laughs> but I think you're a nice young man, but a little busy. Yeah. Yeah. Little busy, little young. Yeah. So, so how, not- uh, how old Peter 21, 22 here? Lot yeah, of laying 30. 20s, yeah. He's 30? probably in his early twenties. Cause he was in college. So he'd be, uh, yeah. he'd 19, be 20. probably, you know, anywhere from 19 to 21. Yeah. Lana Lang, 25, 30? Probably. Yeah. Well, and unfortunately, Steve Lombard has watched this whole thing happen. What and, a douche. Uh, I wish Bailey was here to talk about how much of a douche Lombard has been over <laughs> the years. <laughs> and, of course, I struck out with Lana Lang. Oh. And, 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 of course, he finds it. Well, he's you got know, his and, spider sense going off when this happens. So, well, yeah, you know, yeah, it's like, but he's like this. This guy doesn't seem to be guilty of being anything but an asshat. Well, this know? is this is proof that his spider sense can be triggered by douchery. Yeah, <laughs> acts of douchery. Oh, that's funny. But he, Peter gets, uh, Peter gets revenge because uh, Spider Man pulls a stun on Steve that he pulled on Jonah many a time, nice. webbing hit, webbing his seat up and sticking him to his chair. The, the judges would have also accepted just beating Lombard's ass. Now, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was about to say, oh, and Wonder Woman appears here. here when, uh, Wonder Woman. Here, appears. let me let me text Bailey thoughts on <laughs> Steve Lombard. Steve Lombard's douchery. Douchery. Okay. I, if chat, if Bailey writes me back, I will get your 
his opinion on Steve Lombard. Okay, here we go. All right. See, no respect. Spidey, the danger field in New York. Can't get the same respect from the police that Superman does. Look at this. Yeah. And he goes to a construction site, and uh, he's watching a bunch of goons getting their ass kicked, and he's finding out that it's Wonder Woman, the legendary Amazonian warrior who's doing it. Wow. Uh, Look at her. Block those shots with her bracelets. There you she, are. There you are. She moves you. like a cat. And I haven't even met the black cat yet. So <laughs> she's terrific. Unstoppable. She makes Bo Derek look like a two. Suddenly I'm glad. Well, I wait a minute. Sorry, not the correct spider historian, uh -oh. but he has met the black cat. This is 1981. Yeah. Oh, matter in 79. Right. Not, not to correct the master, oh, but it's you're damn wrong. <laughs> oh, it's a senility. Oh, my God. By I the forgot. way, Wolfman had already welcome. introduced her by. I was thinking we, I was thinking we were back at the first story uh, right after. No, Marv, Marv Wolfman am, introduced her and uh, Keith Pollard penciled her. Oh. And uh, we are in the Denny O'Neill era of Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, she's terrific, unstoppable. She makes Bo Derek look like a two. And, of course, everybody, you know, you all remember the Bo Derek movie 10, right? From 1979, yes. All right. Well, I remember liking the commercials for that as a little boy. Oh, you know that. <laughs> oh, no. I didn't mean to turn all your fans. Oh, no. JR is losing it. Says Winnipeg. <laughs> what? I don't understand what this one means from Milo. All right. Win Winnipeg and JR. JR has always been accused of losing it. You're not bright, <laughs> ma making. Milo says he's not Spider Yoda. He's Spider, Spider Ray. Ray. What does that, what yeah. does that mean? He misspelled. Like Ray uh, from the, the sequel trilogy. Oh. A weak, ineffectual, you know. Whoa, does that? Who's but who's going to be the star of a next batch of movies? I was about right? to say, does that, does that mean JR's legacy is about to be destroyed? And we're, oh, we're going to have like a, we're going to have like a, like a lady Jr. take over. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm not so, Ooh, Ooh, I'm not so, uh, that poor girl, whoever would be, that would be, well, you know. here we go. What's like Spider-Man? Well, I like, I, I want to point this out. I like how doom is like, still my soldiers cannot subdue her, those blundering dolts. And I'm like, dude, it's wonder woman. Wonder woman. They're doing a good job. <laughs> You're throwing minions at wonder woman. What did you yeah, think dude. was going to happen? Doom. Yeah, well, unfortunately, they still zap her. They still even, you know, Spider-Man spider since went off, but he couldn't couldn't save her. So they, they zap her and capture her and take her down to the lair where they've also got the Hulk, I believe. So, yeah, Here, let me find here's the lair. They're taking her down. I like uh, Spider-Man's way of flirting with her uh, where uh, he says, look, here's I could that. I could be I could be beating on you right now. I could be clobbering you right now, but I'm not. Oh, here it is right here. That's what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, look, lady, I could be clobbering <laughs> you right now, but if not get the drift, I'm one of the good guys. Hmm. Now, I this is this is a good point. Cause I like Spider-Man, but I'm pretty sure Wonder Woman could school Spider-Man. Uh, yeah. 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 I think, yeah. I think Wonder Woman's stronger. Yeah. yeah. She can, yeah. uh, she can hold her own against Superman. Can't she? Or, or no, I've never been really sure how strong Wonder Woman is. I mean, she is, she's not a Superman level strong, but she's not far off. One, she is I think one step very lower. powerful. Yeah. 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 Very powerful, very durable. She's got tons more combat experience by this point in her long life than Spider-Man does. Because this is pre-crisis, so keep mm -hmm. in mind, she was she was also active in World War II. Yeah. 
Just like and, she was and, in the movie. And probably considering that she was on an island of all women, she's probably better with the ladies than Spider-Man is too. So, you know. Most like, yeah, like I guarantee you Wonder Woman would not have struck out with Lana Lang. <laughs> anyway, uh, she gets shot in the back. You got the, uh, what's his name? The, uh, who's this dude from DC? Um, Parasite. Parasite, Parasite. Par- Say it with me, Brad. Parasite. Parasite. Do you know why he's called Parasite? Because he sucks. <laughs> Ta- well, I, okay, number one, he, he doesn't suck. He's actually a, a pretty, uh, a, he's got a good history as a villain. Okay. But uh, literally, that's what his power does. He sucks energy away from Yeah, people. well, yeah, he sucks. Yeah, that's right. So that's the name Parasite. Hence. Uh, if, if he was a Marvel character, he would be the equivalent of what? The X Men that drains powers from the mutants, which is called leech. Well, he doesn't. He doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't drain power so much as he drains your energy levels to the point where you can't like use your powers as you know as well or as effectively. Yeah. yeah. And then he makes himself powerful. So. I, I don't know of a Marvel character like that that drains and makes you less. Powerful. Uh, Carol. Carol. That's one of Carol's powers. She is. Uh, she's able to absorb energy and, and then redirect it. Oh, Rogue. Rogue drains you and steals them. She does, but yeah, that's why I'm saying it's not the same because she can yeah. steal your energy. She can even knock people out, but then she's also stealing memories. She's also stealing, you know, powers um, to the point sometimes where it's permanent, as has happened before. So it's not necessarily the same thing, but it's kind of similar. Okay, got it. All right, take me there, well, Jr. So now we find out. Now we find out what uh, what Doom's master plan is and where the parasite fits in all this because Doom is tra- is 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 creating this. Uh, Oh, what did he? What is he called? It like the Omega, oh, Omega. Oh, <laughs> that's funny. The final countdown has already begun. Parasite. Very soon, it will be zero hour. Are you talking about another DC event? Is that it? So, <laughs> uh-huh. I'm going to create a DC event that'll destroy the. Anyway, so what he's going to do is he's going to he's going to em- emit this power, and it's going to essentially destroy all of the Earth's. Um, fuel like it's going to cause the oil to crumble to dust why would he want this well it's going to render the atomic power inert and then when the world is starting to fall completely apart doom will give the earth his fusion then i doom will offer humanity energy from the only remaining major source on earth the heart of the of the omega one my fusion react and and doom has doom has no use for oil at all like every everything that Why? doom creates everything doom makes um is all like nuclear powered fission powered it's uh, all like high technology and latveria itself is old world people don't even drive cars there at this point in history at this point it's 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 still like it was like in the 1800s yeah gotcha well, so he's he's like a uh Oh, what are the people with the horse and buggies still? Um, Amish. He's like an, an Amish. Yeah. He's uh, not. He's not. His country kind of His is, country is kind not. of Amish. Yeah. Uh, we've got Duke the Legend says that that map looks like a pizza. we got the pepperoni globe. Yep. Now, now I'm hungry. Yeah. It, it yeah. looks like a pepperoni globe, but the pepperoni is zits is what the... <laughs> But we find out what, you know, Doom and Doom is going to use the parasite is going to be Doom's agent of uh, enforcement across the earth once Doom controls the earth and, you know, because everybody comes to him for power. And where where Hulk and uh, Wonder Woman fit in is because parasite absorbs power, but he can't hold it very long, apparently. So, anyway, so basically, Doom Doom is going to. 
drain he, Hulk and Wonder Woman of their powers and feed it into the parasite. He has so, made the parasite a lackey, much like he did uh, the dangerous Ultron in Secret Wars. Ah, uh, yeah, yes. Yeah. I just wanted to throw Secret Wars reference in there for Jr. <laughs> ah. <laughs> it's, getting, it's getting it's getting so late now it's 12 18 my time yeah. and now i'm just uh you know not even the the not even secret wars is uh is gonna is right. so spider-man and superman get together yeah they get together but they get <laughs> because dr doom has kryptonite uh-oh so he's gonna he's gonna so he captures spider-man and superman and he's just gonna suck the energy out of all of them okay so, so here we go so they go down to the lair but Spider-Man is, you know, has is able to use his web fluid to pull off some of the kryptonite dust that is uh, keeping Superman immobile. Parasite turns on Doctor Doom. Here, hold on. Where am I? Where you are? Like I'm trying. Am I? Where I'm you on are? like page. I'm on. Well, I'm hurrying to the end. Page fifty-six and fifty-seven. Fifty-six. Okay, hold on. Yeah, yeah. Fifty-six. So, you know, so Spider-Man's able to use his web to pull the kryptonite dust off Superman. Superman revives. Paramount. Paramount. Parasite turns on. Doc, turns on Doctor Doom. Got it. Superman grabs Doom's glove, um, and Parasite's going. Parasite's going to blow up. Um, Oh well, no! Doom's gonna Doom's gonna turn his reactor on. Doom's gonna blow up everything by blowing up the reactor. Mm-hmm. But Spider-Man comes to the rescue. <coughs> Superman's trying to to uh, oh, I, he's trying to fix it from within, trying to keep it from blowing up. And Spider-Man's trying to fix it from the outside to shut it down with a hairpin. I, I like how this. Some- I like how this plays to Spider-Man's strengths. Yes, yes, right here. His I science agree. background. You got you got the muscle versus the brain over here working together, yeah, yeah. And uh, so they defeat Doctor Doom and his machine, but and Superman is just about to nab his ass, but he makes it to the embassy. Ah, look at that! Ha ha! Beat you! I am supreme. You would not dare violate international law, Superman. Ha ha! Doom wins. Oh shit! Wait. <laughs> Well, anyway, so, but things return back to normal. Peter goes back to New York to work on the Daily Bugle. Clark goes back to Metropolis to work for the Daily Planet. Uh, and uh, Peter asked Jonah for a raise. And because the Daily Planet was paying me more. Well, how about giving me a raise, Jonah? Uh, and then it's like, what? You ungrateful whelp. Ah, the end. Every, there's no place, no like, place home. like home. You know what could have worked here uh, to tie back into how Stan, you know, Stan Lee always tells a story. Um, you could have had like when Superman stops at like the Latvian embassy door, you could have, you could have had Spider-Man just, you know, going, you know what? That's cool and all. No, no F's given over here. <laughs> and, then, and then, you know, like maybe he like uh, webs up doom. Or, which, well, actually, I, I take that back for this period in time you can't just web up doom doom's gonna have a force field or something like that but maybe superman could have knocked him out into the embassy and then spider-man could have hauled his ass out and then take him to the police yeah and then the police are like we can't charge him with anything dude what do you want us to do (laughs) this was a uh original cover art that john Simma drew i like the other one better i guess so and here's here's your back cover that you were talking about yep so I mean, so like, if you weren't enticed to buy the cover, uh, by the the or buy the book by the front cover, 
Now, all you got to do is turn the back and it's like, particularly to Hulk fans of, you know, of one that we know of particularly well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So anyway, in fact, I think this is why my brother, actually, this was my brother's, not mine. I bought, I got this one. My brother got this one for the Hulk. Uh, And uh, I think I stole it from him. But he's, Uh, what's your, (laughs) what's your favorite of the two, JR? Oh, the first one, definitely. Same. Same. Yeah, the first one. George? uh, For me, it's number two. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's it's the it's the you know doom being in it hulks in it the fight between superman and hulk uh now that doesn't diminish the first one for me in any way i'm just saying you know i had them both as a kid and i read this one way way more well the first one is like a more i guess you know like i said typical comic book and then like clark and peter interact you know with each other i mean it's kind of a clever concept clark goes to work for jonah and peter goes to work for the daily planet you know and so uh, i mean but my favorite's the first one just because it's kind of more epic you know yeah. it's just no, and, and, and also i mean again you know as we went through just the just the art ross andrews art the panels just yeah. i mean it's more and of a, i'm a big john buscema fan but yeah. uh, i think ross andrews showed him up a bit made he he worked to this the treasury size a little bit more yeah. than Buscema did in my well opinion. it's more of a work of art more or less and in, in yeah. this the second one is more of a comic book but yeah. uh, again it's it's but you know that's not to diminish it it's just that, absolutely not yeah the, the it, first one has way more like Ditko-esque splash pages mm-hmm. yeah, you know yeah. of like really iconic moments this one told the story jr's right yeah. yeah, but I think you know you're right, Brad. I mean, they were the first one made use of the format. You know, I mean, just yeah. you know, uh, one page panels, and you know, and right, of course, right. play into Ross Andrews' strengths of 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 using New York. Um, so, but uh, I, you know, again, they're they're both essential for any Spider-Man fans or any Superman fans collection. You yeah, know? you know, another one we won't do on this show because it's not Spider-Man related. But uh, I read this one a lot as a kid. Batman versus Hulk. And I love this one. I, I, this one was so beat up as a kid. I have never I, read this one. You haven't, um, look at the, Oh, can I show pop up? I love Batman trying to gas Hulk and he just gives him a heck of a kick right in the gut. And, and it makes Hulk open his mouth and inhale the gas. I remember that one. Um, the art and look at the back panel. Or the back page of that one. That one looks so cool. You got Clay, you got Scarecrow, you got uh, Abomination, you got Rhino, uh, Two Face, Leader, all going up against Hulk. It's, and about, it's about to be a bad day for a lot of people in that. In that, uh, in that art. Let me let me find the artist on this because uh, Bailey loves this art, the artist, and I do too. Because and but I don't think he ever did anything Marvel. Uh, Jose Luis Garcia Lopez. And if you ever pl- had those um, super powers action figures, his art was on it. Uh, so I he's had a some great, of those. great artist, DC artist, but he did like the character designs in the eighties of what these characters look like. And it's so such good artwork. Again, it's a shame he never did anything Marvel, but uh, beautiful. If, if you can find that Hulk and Batman team up, it's another good one. I never read the Teen Titans and X Men one. I, I never did. read that. Oh one. my god! I wore was that, that good? Damn thing out. Yes. Did you? Yeah. Yes, it was very, very good. And what was the? Was there another Treasury? I think this. There was three. They tried to do an Avengers JLA, but George Perez got off of it, or they canceled it mid publication, and he eventually redid it in the eighties. 
Well, there was or there 90s. was also you know there was also that one later with uh, that Buziak and Perez did. Right, right. That was in the maybe two thousands or late nineties is when they did that. So. Yeah, and as much hey, as I, I dislike Buziak's work, uh, that yeah. one was actually pretty good. I liked it. I liked it too. George Perez was just showing off. I mean, he was showing up, doing laps. Uh, real quick, uh, we'll do a couple questions. It's getting late, but we'll take a couple questions before we wrap up. Uh, let's see. To yeah, the Spider Gang from Jeffrey Castro, can you think of any other super villain team up with the Warren a third team up? Are there any villains who could beat this dynamic duo of Spider Man and Superman? Oh, well, it, it would be interesting to see Luther and uh, Norman Osborn team up. But uh, yeah. to be honest, though, I, I, I mean, obviously Norman's my favorite, but I think Luther, Luther might, Luther would could have the upper hand because Luther, well, I think Luther can keep his wits about him more than Norman can. But it might be fun to see him, and then and then for watch Norman and watch Norman to just like slowly disintegrate and destroy the entire plane from within, you know. Milo, I don't know if the internet can handle this suggestion. I would, I would think from a Superman standpoint, they would, they would maybe want to use somebody like Brainiac, like classic Brainiac. Uh, but uh, the equivalent or something similar to Spider-Man's side does. Uh, well, wait a minute, no, I, it's, it's right in front of my face. It's clearly Stegron. <laughs> Brainiac and Stegron. Brainiac and Stegron versus Superman and Spider-Man. Ven- yeah, and Venom, Venom would be a, uh, of course, now Venom's, I don't know if he's a villain anymore, but, uh, you know, Superman and Spider-Man and, and then Venom being a part of, or Carnage, which actually Carnage would be a, you know, I think they had uh, the Batman and Joker and Spider-Man yeah. and Carnage team up, but actually it'd be uh, probably interesting to see Venom and Carnage go up against Superman. Uh, Milo, I don't think the internet can handle a suggestion. Uh, JR, can you review Secret Wars <laughs> 1 to 12 with George as a spider history? I would I would enjoy that, actually. He's actually done some of them before, he, I think. Two episodes, six issues each. Um, I think that'd be fun. Because George and I could correct you as you get everything wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Two against one. Gladly. Gladly. <laughs> you know, and that would be that would be kind of fun. The only thing is, Spider-Man become such a small part in it. And to be honest, it's really, what? he got his black suit. He's got a huge part in yeah, it. Yeah, but it's, he beat X-Men ass. It's but big. then it's, then it's over. Then it's, uh, then JR. it's, you know, Magneto trying to, you know, trying to, you, uh, you, you lay zip the, you over know, that part to, and you do a Spider-Man centric, Spider-Man centric yeah. review. The, 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 you know, the, Magneto tries to F the wasp and then Colossus <laughs> is get, falls in love with an alien girl and thinks about how he can't wait until Kitty Pride gets of age so he the can Spider-Man blank parts. her as well. JR and then always like, focuses on the sex. <laughs> <laughs> always. <laughs> but see, but see, here's the thing at the end, the, the Beyonder says, destroy each other. Whoever wins will get your, you know, and you get all your dreams. But the thing is they don't even really fight just any kind of end and Reed Richards figures out a way to go home and everybody just kind of goes home. And it's like, well, wait a minute, where was this big battle? Where was somebody winning? Where was, what was everybody's hearts? It's just the story. They had out. several fights against one another in that comic JR, but there's I, no, there's no resolution except, you know, I mean, and, and I'm sorry, Dr. Dude, t- turning the guy Dr. into lenses. Dr. Dude, Dr. Dude, Dr. Dude. Well, <laughs> That was his original name when he was cool, and he wore he wore flared jeans. This, yeah, uh, back when Quesada liked him. You know, back when Doctor Dude had his motorcycle and his jacket, and he wasn't married. All right, liked him. oh my god, you got, all oh right. God. It's past my bedtime. I think you can tell. Okay, here, here. Let me get. Um, 
I will go through them real quick, but I would, I second your request of Jr. does secret wars. Uh, Chris says, I wish they'd bring the treasuries back. They have Marvel has, there is some new ones out that reprinted. Oh, can you not see this? Let me pull this up. Batman versus Hulk 500 bucks. Wow. Yeah. These are all eBay. Yeah. Jesus. There you go. This, this one just came out. This is one that you can get came out in 2016. It's a huge book. And, um, that, that's actually a fun little all ages series. If you want to check that out. So there are treasures. Marvel's put them out. That's a good price for that. Yeah. Um, let's see the Hulk lifted a mountain in secret wars. I know one of my favorite scenes. Yep. Um, how about a team up between Joker and green goblin? Nolte's in the right hands. That might be pretty good. Two crazy people. JMD, JMD but Even again, that's, that's another one where I don't know that Norman could handle Joker's just absolute batch because Joker's not logical. Even Norman, when he's kind of, even, even Norman, though he's crazy, has kind of a logic to the way he does things. Uh, Joker's just an agent. Actually, Joker and Venom or Joker and Card. Well, that's, actually, they did that in the Batman one, didn't No, wait a minute. Or they would they? definitely have a moment where they try to betray one another. Yeah. And knock the other off. You had Carnage and Joker that were both crazy. That what right. they're, they're too similar, I think. Yeah. Uh JR on Secret Wars. Fight, regroup, fight. That was exactly it. <laughs> yeah, that's it. You probably listened to the episode. That's all yeah. it was. Fight, regroup, yeah. fight. And then regroup. Ben Grimm playing Patty Cake with Yep. Yep. Patty Cake with the lizard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. I off topic. I would like to see an image, uh, comics, Marvel crossover, Spider-Man spawn. Dude, they've been talking about that with the Farland drawing it. The closest he ever came was drawing the cover of the oversteep price guide with Spider-Man hanging upside a gargoyle. That's as close as it came. There were a um, lot of good moments in secret wars that led to conflict. Like when, uh, she Hulk went off on her own after Walsh, after yeah. Wasp uh, got shot. Yep. And started beating ass and eventually got overwhelmed by the villains. And then the people at the superhero base were like, well, F this. We're about to go kick some ass. Remember we Titania gotta... scared of Spidey? Yep. Spider-Man beat the living shit out of Titania. Yep. We got Milo asking George question. Uh, who draws the best Dr. Doom? Burn. Ooh, really? Burn. Yeah. Burn. Burn. Not, uh, burn. Not Kirby? Uh, what, uh, Kirby's. Don't get me wrong. I like Kirby. All right. I don't want this to come off as like, I don't like Kirby. Yeah. I love Kirby. But Kirby's doom was kind of kind of suffered through the same thing that like uh, Ditko's Peter or Ditko Spider Man did. They were just a little too scrawny for me. Mm. Now Burn drew him larger than life. I mean, like you know, when Burn would draw doom, there's there's presence. Just you could look at this dude and say, "Oh God, this guy's not knocking over a bank. Right. This dude's trying to take over a planet or something." So I, yeah, I would I would definitely say my preference would be uh, the way that uh, that Burn drew him. We have Burns um, FF to me is like the definitive FF. We have McNulty. Can you imagine if Doom and Luthor was to team up in this story? The <laughs> ego measuring contest between these two. He says ego measuring. That's one way to say it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't funny. know that they could be in the same room with each other. I mean, they 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 would really? each try to. They would each think they were smarter than the other, and each try to outwit the other, and it would you know, they wouldn't get anything accomplished <laughs> i would say doom has the upper hand in that and that's not be, that's not because i'm marvel biased doom is used to using technology i mean they both use technology they're both technology based yeah. but doom has way more experience with way more people than luthor does luthor has his technology but he's he's myopically focused on superman doom i right. think would adapt better to whatever it was he was trying to fight gotcha um, let's see. 
We've got, we have a super chat from our friend Milo. Could JR, could you do powerless as a spider history from ASN 340, 343? That was Larson, I think, back. That's a possibility. I'll have to write that down for 2024. 2023 is pretty well spoken for. What, what do we got coming up in July and uh, August and September? Uh, you know, that's a good, I've, I've got that. Up, you scheduled out this year. If I remember Ju- correctly. July is my birthday, by the way, if I could have like a George <laughs> tailored spider history for, well, you know, it's fun. July. It's funny. Actually, uh, I don't quite have July pinned down yet. I was thinking of the death of Gene DeWolf, but September is definitely, first of all, September is definitely going to be the wedding, honeymoon issues, and um, and uh, 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 the uh, Gary Conway one-shot, Parallel Lives. So that's what September is going to be. And that's you, because... You, you said August is the 25th anniversary. Yeah, August is going to be... Ticket. August is going to be August was is going to be Brad's month. Brad picks and Brad has decided because I asked, I said, Brad, what would you like to do? Would you like to do Hulk Spidey team ups or Spidey super stories? Brad chose Spidey super Spidey bunch of them that you pick the funniest, the funnier, the better bring the funny baby. Well, no, I was, you were going to pick them. You were going to oh, pick okay. like your, Those your, weren't your, really funny. They were just childlike. Is yeah. that why you, I, yeah. well, is we that why you wanted But they to... were amusing. I mean, they were amusing. Yeah. And then, and then occasionally there'd be a, you know, somebody would cleverly, like, like I said, the, the story with the Hulk called beyond the green door was just, oh, I love it. And then Norman dressed up in drag. Yeah. Well, yeah really, oh my God. It's so funny. You know, and, and yeah. the, and the Morgan Freeman Dracula with a big, um, a uh, 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 knob on his back or whatever, you know, just, oh, and of course the Thanos copter, but you know, we got to do, yeah, that. we got to do Thanos copter yeah. and Sequana says we got to do the web man because they're making so many toys out of Spidey super stories with web man. We got to do that one. Yeah. So Brad's going to pick like whatever we think we can get through in an, in an hour or so. An hour. That's and, hard. Uh, Evidently Rhino was in jello in an episode, in an issue. I don't remember that one, Milo. Give me a heads up. Uh, but anyway, that's that's definitely August and September. Uh, July is a little unsettled. I was leaning toward the death of Gene DeWolf. Um, that's a great one. We, but, but also, we've you know we've also got to do the Planned Parenthood issue. Maybe oh that's what we should, maybe maybe we should go ahead and do that for July. I love that Spidey Super Stories and Safe Sex with Spider Man. We got it. Okay, I'm, so, I'm game. Okay, so yep. July. Okay, I will never forget. I went to a convention and I bought this guy had a stack of those safe sex Spider-Man books from Planned Parenthood. And I July, bought one. July will I, be the uh, Planned Parenthood Spider-Man. I would call it yeah. right now. July will be Planned Parenthood. Yeah. Uh, August will be Spidey Super Stories. And September will be the uh, wedding and honeymoon issues. July. So, I bought, I bought Ju- one of these Planned Parenthood books. I went over to Paul Jenkins. I said, did you know Spider-Man offered sex advice? And he goes, what? So I handed him the book and he was like, this is the funniest thing I've got. I've ever seen. I'm like, there's a seller with a stack of them, Paul, you got to go get you one. Anyway, I thought that was so funny. July well, is I, not George Taylor at all. I just want to throw that out there right now. Well, <laughs> well the thing is there were so many, Brad has been jonesing to do the Planned Parenthood stories for ages, yeah, ages, but I'm so, now jonesing after this to do two part or secret wars. I'm requesting that for 2024. I think oh, July would be. I think July would be perfect for that. Uh, <laughs> Twelve issues in July. Yeah, two show. We could do it. Now you know we would have to do Secret Wars and um, kind of like we did with like Maximum Car. It would have to be more than one show. Oh my God! I've got the perfect in twenty twenty four. Isn't that the thirtieth anniversary of Secret Wars? I think it might be. 
It is because it came out in 1984. There it is, JR. 30th anniversary of Secret Wars in 2024. We got to do it, baby. Yeah, you know, we could do it like uh, like uh, three months, you know, issues okay. one through four, five through five through nine, eight, and uh, nine and through 12. 12 is uh, a double sized one. So, okay. yeah, there you go. That's fans, uh, fans, you got it. That may be a full quarter there, Secret Wars. Yep. Because uh, probably between all of us bickering about it, we probably could fill up the time. Oh, you're you're right, Finkman. It's 40th anniversary, not 30th. 40th, 40th anniversary. Right. 40th. Wow. Oh, oh my God. Well, Vinkman, wow. you just sold it. We will have we will have to do 40th it. 40th anniversary. We will have to do it. I don't know when exactly, but I think powerless is probably a good idea. Actually, the uh, Spider-Man is the most powerful. Captain Universe is probably. But uh, but now 2024, I think yeah. I'm unfortunately. Milo says I I've, I've made the best potential episode chat. <laughs> it's gonna be three months of secret wars with us three. That'd be funny. That would be funny. Milo, thank you for the super chat. By the way, just want to say I listen to Spider History and Friday Night Fights every day. They're so funny. Thank you, Jr. and George for the great content and Brad. <laughs> we, <laughs> and Brad. Milo, miss, we we, we do it for Night fans Fights. like you. Yeah, Milo, yeah. you're awesome, dude. Uh, Mike McNulty has a question. Has there ever been a cat woman versus black cat story? I don't think they've ever met. I don't think so. I don't think even in that, that nineties, uh, crossover, I don't think the two met McNulty. Clearly you have to write it now. <laughs> you know, there was always that infamous, uh, Batman captain America crossover in the forties, uh, <laughs> where, oh, with, the, yeah, where the Joker, Batman. Joker and red skull and the Joker said, I may be crazy. I may, I may be a lunatic, but I'm an American lunatic, you know, <laughs> by the way, this is, this is the same villain that later worked would work with the Ayatollah. Yeah. Oh my God. The death of the family. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. 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 But my, uh, Milo, went, ha- Milo has lost it. He's, he's lost sleep. He is now saying, just take my money. <laughs> he he is all sold for that secret wars in 2024, 40th yeah. anniversary. I had to work out the exchange right there, Milo. Let's <laughs> see here. Little, little known fact. When you donate, uh, you know, 1999, uh, Brad actually profit shares with us. <laughs> I give him some Bitcoin. <laughs> That's not, I'm just kidding. That's not a thing that happens. Uh, can you think? Of a time for electric company episodes reviews, Brad. We have done some of those occasionally. I mean, yeah. during because we had like we did the spoiler, Spidey meets the spoiler, right? right. Uh, and sometimes with, in the comics, they they recreate uh, what is in the show, so you sometimes see that if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you see a lot of the same villains, right? Uh, well, thank you, Milo. I appreciate that. Hey, uh, we're getting ready to wrap it up, but I want to tease Uh-oh. we are. All 23 people watching at the moment and, and people that will watch this video later. Um, tomorrow night, we're thanking the Patreon members. We hit a goal and uh, recently, and the, and the reward for the goal was for us to do a commentary of Spider-Man 3. I already, uh, bought, uh, I already bought snacks. You brought snacks. So you're going to have... Uh, let's, who's the cast tomorrow? We've got George and myself. We've got Kelly. We've got Sarah McNulty and Peter. If that, if my memory is, I apologize if I'm forgetting somebody, but we're all going to watch Spider-Man three. You will get a DVD type commentary of our thoughts on Spider-Man three. And you can, uh, watch that. And I'm giving that to every level of Patreon. Even a dollar is going to be able to see that one. Cause every dollar did help us reach that goal. So patreon.com slash crawlspace. You can sign up and watch that show tomorrow night. And you know what? 
it's perfect timing that this is happening because they just put those up on Disney Plus. Disney Plus now has the three Tobey Maguires. It's got the first Andrew Garfield and it's got the first Tom Holland. So you got Peter one, Peter two, and Peter three. And tomorrow night, Spider-Man uh, three commentary by the Crawl Space crew. So Winnipeg did, Webhead is excited for that. So am I. It ought to be fun. Did you know that yeah. the um, the butler from uh, from three, mm-hmm. um, he is the uncle of Ed Brubaker. Whoa! What's the what's that butler guy's name? Mister Osborne. Uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, well, we'll know Ber- it tomorrow Bernard. night. Bernard. 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 Yeah. Bernard. Ned Brubaker's cousin or uncle or whatever. Yeah, Bernard uh, Houseman. That that actor That's funny. is uh, Ed Brubaker's uncle. Um. So tomorrow night we're going to start that at seven thirty central tomorrow night, and you can only see the video if you log into Patreon. You got to be a member first. Uh, Gary in the frozen, I've offered Jr. to be joining us, but I think Jr. has a date. <laughs> <laughs> no, does he Mrs. Jr. No, <laughs> no, he does. She doesn't. <laughs> and as if that wasn't enough for our Patreon members, uh, after that two hour and 19 minute movie, then we're going to tackle some spider satellites tomorrow night. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to stick around for that. Okay, cool. Even though Two, I haven't four, read any, I just want six, eight. Uh, is it is it eight or did I? Oh, n- uh, there we go. Can you see that? Yeah, yeah, you can see all of them. So we got uh, the two issues of Joe Fix It, uh, which heavily. By the way, George, you, you know how I tell you you wouldn't, you'd like things, and then you say I'm crazy. You'd like the Joe Fix It miniseries. It's written by Peter David. It's the oh. Kingpin trying to take over Vegas, and Spider Man and Hulk are there to stop him. That actually does sound interesting. Yeah, it's it's really good. I'm I'm liking it. And Peter's David's health's not good, so our prayers with him. Yeah. Um, poor guy. Uh, he's got a uh, a GoFundMe page going. Just search Peter David GoFundMe. Um, so he's a longtime friend of this show. So thoughts and prayers with Peter David. Just a, just a great person all around. I agree. We're also going to tackle uh, Miles Morales, the latest issue. Miles Morales, uh, Red Goblin, featuring Normie Osborne with the symbiote. JR thoughts. I, I've read the first couple of issues. I haven't got the third one yet. It's uh, b- it's, it's better than it has any right to be. I agree, mainly because it's got a lot of Norman in it. Is why it's it's yeah. un- it's it's imagine it's it's Grandpa Norman in the book, which is fun. Yeah. Uh, you also have uh, Spider Man: The Lost Hunt. JMD Mateus wraps up that miniseries, uh, bringing back the Spider Armor and Spider Man's in what Portland in this. In the nineties, uh, Neil has asked to review the silk stories in women of Marvel. And he's going to wrap up, um, what silk spider punk and miles in the Marvel voices, spider verse, uh, hollows Eve Janine from, uh, Ben Riley's girlfriend has her own book with masks. And then Sarah is going to do spider Gwen's shadow clones. Again, all this is available. Who has to, who has to do spider boy? <laughs> oh, I forgot. Why didn't I mention Spider Boy? That would be uh, Kelly. Kelly wow. is going to review Spider Boy. Poor Kelly. Dan Slot's uh, meme-worthy character that's all over the internet with Spider Boy. Have you seen the memes? <laughs> Not yet. No. People I, put I, I Spider Boy in in famous Spider-Man scenes like the burglar. Uh, oh, look! Spider Boy was here the whole time. 
Oh, with Craven's last hunt with a shotgun. Oh, look, spider boy was here the whole time because and in that story, uh, Moreland releases every spider person he's ever eaten. And this guy, this little guy, spider boy hops out and is like, Hey, I'm back. And nobody remembers him. And, <laughs> and it's like, how dare you forget who I am? I'm ingenious. So it feels, it feels like alpha 2.0. They're going to push it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going to push it for like a year. And then when it, you know, when it goes over like a fart in church, they'll just drop it. And we'll never hear about this yeah. dude again. Winnipeg Wegped. Yes. There are so many memes on discord. For- Slot's just hoping he, he can get a spider character in there that shows up on Funkos and variants and Absolutely. movies and all that other crap. Show, if you want to watch it tomorrow night again, Spider-Man Three DVD or audio commentary of the Crawl Space, followed by satellites. Join, support the Crawl Space, Patreon.com/slash Crawl Space. It helps me pay the bills. Helps me pay the bills. Uh, Brad, I have wa- a personal, I have a personal project I would like to push at some. Point. Okay, go ahead, man. So, um, one thing I've been doing recently is I, I have a YouTube channel and I post role-playing sessions that we do uh we play D. we've played call of cthulhu um but let me in, put let me get the youtube what's the address uh it is hang on a minute I'll, let I'll me put it up. Uh, i can go d- directly to it uh okay. hang on I, I can flash you the link here where yeah in the private is. chat yeah yeah i'm looking for it there we go all right so there you go that's the link to it um and uh this summer uh some at some point in May, uh, we're going to be playing the old Marvel role playing game that TSR put out in the '80s. Except that we're not using the Marvel universe. We're going to use our own, our own crafted universe, our own unique campaign setting, uh, so that the um, so that the group in it, the group of players that are playing in it, are going to be their, uh, um, you know, like they're going to be like the central heroes so if we were doing it in the marvel universe then these guys would be overshadowed by like the avengers etc and i didn't want that um so that'll start happening and mcnulty is playing in it by the way oh um so that will probably yeah that's going to happen and that's going to start up at some time in, in may and then it'll go all through summer mm-hmm. uh, probably through september i would think but it's so we're going to be playing it a while but it is a great system. It's a fun system. And I will uh, post, uh, I, I posted already kind of a teaser in, um, in the Crawl Space uh, Discord. But I'll, when, when we're ready to go with that, I'll, I'll post that up in the Discord. So if you're not on the Discord already, yeah, let's in. take a look at it. Here's what the Discord looks like. Yeah, that jump into the Discord. We've and, got what, um, nearly 400 people over on the Discord. It's, it's the modern day message board, is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, let me get out of the admin. Where, where do you post it? Uh, of course, Secret what? Wars appears as the first thing. <laughs> let me uh, let me find it. Hang on here. Because yep. <clears throat> I think, actually, hang on. It may be easier to just, I, I put it in uh, toys, figures, and games, I think. Okay, here you go. It was a while back. Let me, let me look. Anyway, oh yeah, look, Jr. You gonna pick this up? The new uh, '90s uh, cartoon Goblin. Oh, I already two- got one. I think didn't these come out some time ago, or is this? No, these are the Marvel Legends redos. It's got the '90s Mary Jane looking right here. Oh well, they hadn't come out. Oh, okay. Well, right, here's, got your, to. here's your Norman. You like it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And the '90s sweater. It's a two pack, so they come together. Oh wow! Well, the Green Goblin should be with Gwen then. 
<laughs> no. Uh, no, yeah, no. I've, I've got a. I've seen a. <laughs> there we go. The Britney Spears face. <laughs> it's in toys. It's in toys, figures, games. Brad. It goes back to yeah. uh, March twentieth. March twentieth. Let's go back to March twenty. Oh, this shows you how popular the Discord page is. It's going to take me a minute to get back up there. And I also, uh, I also posted a uh, a link to my Twitch channel because that's where we'll be streaming it. Is on Twitch. And then we'll upload it to YouTube for anybody that wants to see it later. March 20th. Is this it? No. Nope. You're clearly on the 21st. <laughs> keep scrolling up. Oh, yeah. I'm, I keep going. Yeah. Nope, I missed it. Now you've gone too far. March. March 20. There it is. There okay. it is. There you go. Right there. Yeah, and uh, so for character art, we're actually because we didn't want to like you know steal art just you know from the internet all willy nilly. Um, so we're we're actually uh, using the art assets that are available in a game called Champions Online, which is an MMO for superheroes, which originally was supposed to be a Marvel MMO before uh, Marvel did their uh, other game, their Marvel Heroes game. Uh, this was supposed to be. A Marvel game before before it launched. Right. Yeah. So um, anyway, that's right. a, that's a cool thing we'll be doing. Uh, and yeah. well, so be on the um, the Discord, and uh, when it's uh, when it's time, I'll uh, I'll announce it in the toys, figures, game section. Uh, if you don't know how to get to the Discord, because it took me a while to figure out Discord, I'll admit it did. Brad uh, kept to- joining and joining and creating like clone brands. <laughs> <laughs> So if you go to the main page of the call space, here's a link for the Discord right here. It'll open it up. Let's see what it does. Well, it's going to take me to here because I'm already. It's going to um, yeah. You're you're yeah. It's, it, you're you're just going to create another clone of yourself. I won't. Uh, also, if you ever need the Discord, <laughs> it's I we made we made another. Uh, I think Neil and I made that, or maybe me and Chi Town. But uh, uh, you can click here, and you can also join our Discord. Now, don't use the crawl space as a link, uh, or only not after the first time. Use it on there to get into the Discord, and yes. then later on, yeah. just bookmark the Discord. Uh, that because that was keep, my mistake. That was if my mistake. you keep using the link on the crawl space, um, it's going to keep creating like clones of you that will have to go. You'll be creating work for the admins, and we, we hate right. that. And I, I was under the mistake of doing that often because I, I used to always click here for the old message board. Uh, and... But this is like for a first time, and then you bookmark it. So. Yeah, just go, use the link on the crawl space to go to it for the first time. Yeah. A- accept the invite, join that Discord, and then bookmark that in your browser. Or use the uh, the Discord app. A lot of you are probably already on Discord, but make, sure you, make sure you join that. It's going to be a lot of fun um, coming up this summer. Uh, can, we have pro- can we have context, George, on your profile pic? <laughs> Discord. What oh, is your profile pic? I don't even know. What? It's my face uh, photoshopped onto the penguin. Oh, that's hysterical. Yeah, I've used that can... a lot. Uh, I've used that. In fact, that's been my profile picture most of the time that I've been on uh, um, that I've been on uh, Discord. I can't find you. Well, if I do, well, I don't want to show admin. Um, well, Bra- okay, Brad. You <laughs> well, there you are. Oh, there you are. Okay. There you are. Got it. Yeah, so that's that's actually a picture that I first did for Face uh, Facebook, where uh, I used to have a habit of like taking my face and.
photoshopping it in and into different things. And uh, that was uh, that was one of my favorites. All right, you got it. Go to Discord, watch the crawlspace. Even at a dollar, we're gonna let everybody watch that video for Patreon tomorrow night. And then I think uh, it's the ten dollar level, the sensational level for the uh, video of the uh, the satellites. So join that. Oh, oh, this just in. Before we wrap it up, this is Bailey. Michael Bailey just DM'd me. He says, Steve Lombard is proof of why WGBS needed a more vigilant HR department, is what he wrote me. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Uh, let JR go to sleep, says Mary. He's going to sleep like dwarf <laughs> at the end of Picard. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's that's uh, good. I can't. Uh, uh, that's on, good. That's, on that's, that that's, note, thank that you, my friends, good. for watching. And that's a wrap on that episode. I want to thank our Patreon members for supporting us each and every month. They log on to patreon.com slash crawlspace. So a big shout out goes to Winnipeg Webhead. We've got Gene, JR, Robert, Vinkman, Adam, Annie, Austin, Brian, Craig, Cyberweasel, Frazetta Hulk, Jacob, James, Jesse, John, Josh, Kelly, Laura, Matthew, Mohammed, Noah, Ryan, Sarah, Scott, F, Scott M, Spider Mario, Will, hashtag something good for you. AJ, Anthony, Anthony L, Datboy, Donnie, Frederick, Haskimo, Ira, J, JB, Jared, John M, Mark, Milo17, Mitzi86, Nick, Patrick, Rocky, Ryan, Sailor Sega, Steven, Stewart, Symbiobro, Toby Z, and Valiant Shadow. Again, log on to patreon.com slash crawlspace for exclusive perks like crawlspace merch, early access, Discord servers, uh, exclusive podcasts, etc. Patreon.com slash crawlspace. Thanks for listening, everybody. Mm-hmm.